Hey, what is up, good people? Welcome to a brand new episode of the Midnight Drop. I'm your host, Jordan Malone, back at with you with brand new content. And with me, as always, is going to be our great guest. Here today, we got Devin Mills on the mic. Say yo, what's up, yo, my guy. Yo. What's up, what's up, what's up? As he came down here to the room and was mesmerized by all the great stuff we had over here in the room. Who <laughs> was going crazy, like, what the fuck is happening? Oh, my God. Look at this. Touching yeah. everything like he was in the grocery store. Listen, man. You have the you have the whole setup, so I was like, "Hey, let me let me just be mesmerized by this, you know, this this great atmosphere that we're seeing." So, hey, man, I appreciate that. Of course, of course, I do appreciate. It. I appreciate you being here, and I appreciate you all being here, man. I appreciate everybody being here. It's great, both yes, sir, virtually yes, sir. in person, all that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but today we got a good show for you. Today, first off, we're just gonna be chilling like we always do with every guest that we have here. Plus, we're gonna be doing a review for the movie Turning Red. I know Devin had seen that with his yes. girl, and, uh, and from your Turning yours, Red, and from your 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 expression, Bruh. you got some things to say. It probably be, it may be a whole lot different from what I gotta say, but hey, that's what I love. And then. <laughs> And then we're also going to be talking about uh, one of our favorite sports movies uh, because I know Devin is a big sports guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you know it. You know it. be a great time to have that topic in. But as always, thanks for coming into the Midnight Drop. Again, I'm your host, Jordan Malone. What we do here is that we do a lot of movie and TV show reviews, and we do some commentary on some social issues, pop culture, and anything just regarding life. Uh, if you want to go ahead and follow us on Instagram, you can follow us at official underscore TMD podcast, and you can listen to us in a lot of audio platforms. For example, Spotify, SoundCloud, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and at www.themidnightdrop.com. And if you want to go ahead and give out your Instagram handle, yes, it is D Mimsy, D underscore Mimsy, M I M Z Y. All right. Z-Y Z-Y <laughs> Yeah <laughs> But It sounded like an R&B <laughs> Z-Y <laughs> My <Yo>. nigga Z-Y <laughs> I should just change it to like Z-Y just, <laughs> Hey I'm just, Look I'm trying to get that blue check mark That's all I'm trying to do That's hey, it It's going to take like 20, 20, 20, 30 years for that hey. shit <laughs> If it's taking me this long to get my blue check mark It's going to take you a long ass minute I'm going to get that. I'm going to get that. All right. But yeah, you can follow me at 605 underscore chill. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, considerations, or just hateful comments, whatever you want to throw at me, it's a crazy world out there. You can go ahead and DM me at 605 underscore chill or at our TMD underscore podcast, official underscore TMD podcast, the fuck, or DM us on Instagram. That being said, let's get right on to it. Yo. All right. So we're here. How's your, how are you feeling, man? How you doing? I'm good. Um, you look, uh, you look worn out when you came through the door, bro. Listen, work had me tired. Um, but you know it's rewarding getting uh-huh. paid. Mm-hmm. Can't complain. Um, it's finally nice outside, weather wise. Hell yeah! I saw you the shorts. You was <laughs> everything. <laughs> hey, I'm not gonna lie. I've been I've been so happy to be able bro, to wear shorts and not dude, be cold. I like. Well, first of all, I was like, bro, can I still fit these shorts? Possibly, because... <laughs> you want to show the camera the shorts right? you got on right now? Well, all my shorts are above the knee, so... Again, <laughs> like, you know, I don't I don't wear those and one shorts anymore. I have, you don't? Bro, no. Why not? Can they all fit? 
They so big. <laughs> it's like wearing bed sheets on your thighs. Like, why would you come outside looking like that? <laughs> she got over here, got a whole ass robe. <laughs> just oh, I was like, shit, you, bro. You start running and the wind catching you. You look like a whole parachute. You just. <laughs> Like why am I stopping right now? It's this like is... that. It's like when Marilyn Manson was all like on that little air thing. Bro, I, I swear, <laughs> shit. Like, whoa, hey man, hey, something's flopping yeah. besides the shorts. He like, whoa, hey, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Know. You don't, you don't want to be, you know, scared anybody out here. So think about the fucking children, you that think about the fucker. Yeah, I swear. So, uh, but the weather is nice out there, man. I was able to go walk the like the last two days, and I ha- and I love walking, especially when we have that trail out there. And Brandon's been out. Brandon's been out there. I've taken other people. It's it's nice, man. Mm, yeah, man, it's nice. But yeah. besides that, everything else pretty cool. Still, yeah. hooping, still hooping. Oh, of course, of course, man. Listen, I'm gonna look. They know. I don't even have to say it. I, like I step out on the court, you're like you know what it is. Like I call, I'm like a I'm like a Draymond Green, but can actually score. But <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute! Get the shut the fuck up! Wait yes, a minute! Yes, I'm. I my defense, my passing. Well, I've always been blessed with amazing passing. Cool, cool passing. Yeah, cool. This man, <laughs> I, I'm just. I'm just <laughs> I say it's cool. I'm not saying it's bad or nothing. I'm not trying to hate. Oh, I'm just okay, saying it's okay. good. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's I. Yeah, it's good. I get out there and I, I make it do what it do. <laughs> I've seen you hoop. We've hooped together back in yeah, the Yeah, of course. Especially at the community centers. Back in the day of 2019, yeah. <laughs> shit went crazy. Yeah, a which, little. Which I don't even know. Um, does the community center that we went to, do they still have, like, goals up? They do, yeah. Because the Y across my street, they used to have, they used to do pickup every day. Uh-huh. And uh, they took all the all the hoops. Yeah. All the hoops except for one. And they said no more pickup, bro. See, that's stupid. But it's not. It's stupid. But when you when you know the people who come up to pick up all the fucking time, yeah, it, it's just like no, thank God. Yeah, because yeah. I did pick up over there, and they were ridiculous. I mm-hmm. almost got in a fight with one guy. <laughs> yo, yo, I have <laughs> a story about that. <laughs> what? No, <laughs> no cap. <laughs> Patterson Park. So it was me and my boy. This was like maybe. Two years ago, I want to say, mm-hmm. and so we were running two, two on two for the non hoopers out there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> bitch! <laughs> well, they know what it is. Not, not everybody hoops, so like I have to explain it. You know, all right, all so, right, so all right. we out there like we are just straight killing it. Like me and Ron, we getting buckets, bro. And just, <laughs> just this dude, he got he got upset, and he told me like. You know, like I'm a, I got that, I got that gat on me. Oh, and my friend, my friend was like, "Well, you know, I got me, I got some too, <laughs> bro." When I tell you, I dipped out so quick, like you know, you know, when you hoop, you know, you take off your shoes, and you know, you take your time, check Instagram. Man, I didn't waste no time. Like I walked out the gym, shoes on, and everything. Nope. I got time. Gra- I swear, I'm telling you, gravel getting into the Adidas. I didn't even care. <laughs> I dipped. I was like, uh, no, you ain't. I'm out, bro. And listen, man, it's just people look, basketball is a fun sport, but you know, we can't be, none of us is getting paid to play pickup, man. Nobody's getting paid. Nobody is scouting you. Yes. Your overall is still going to be 50. <laughs> <in 2K. laughs> like, don't you, 
Like I've I've had that experience. I I saw a dude back at college uh, get knocked the fuck out. Oh my god! For basic for for fouling hard, and they were fighting. At that point, they were. I I ran out the gym. I said, I'm going back to my dorm. I call it a day, dude. I'm saying it's it's not that serious. It's not. Like, we're not on ten days. Like, <laughs> no, we're not we're on ten day contract. We're not on ten day. We're we're hooping and we're gonna go to Cheddar's after we. <laughs> after we, we go pull. we go burst the calories. We're gonna get it right back. That's what I'm saying. Like, like bro, I'm just here to get some croissants afterwards. <laughs> and we got goons out here talking about. Man, I put a hundred on that three. Man, what? No inflation. <laughs> no one's trying to do that right now. No one's doing Bro, that. Bro, right I'll now. put uh, ten cents. Let's, let's just keep it at that. Man, so. Fuck ten cents. I ain't putting nothing down there. Dude, you ain't catching me putting nothing. Uh, listen, you know you got to save that Sonic money. So. I, this is reminded me of that story. I put out this podcast a minute ago. Wow. I was with my homie David. But it was a time when I was with my roommates, and my roommates and I were back from sophomore year. We all went to uh, Morehouse, and we went out to the uh, Archer Gymnasium. Mm. And at that point, we were playing, and then there was this one dude who was the, who was like the ex quarterback for our football team, okay. guy from UConn. He was he was bad, like bad. Like what? Who 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 is who is one notable person in the NBA that's like? Well, no, for the NFL because I know you watch the NFL. Of course, of who's course. like injured to. Injured to death, but even when he's not injured, he's just not that good. Zeke Elliott. He's eh, kind of like that, but in quarterback form. Quarterback form, Dak Prescott. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Listen, I'm just letting out my well, frustration on my Cowboys. Listen. Yeah, you better. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that later. But, no, this man, coming from UConn, he transferred there to uh-huh. – he transferred from there to Morehouse because he was in disciplinary uh, issues. And I remember my freshman year, he was just not that good. Mm. He had a lot of promise because he was an athletic dude, uh, good build, uh, good enough size, mm. but just couldn't stay healthy and just made some bad reads. Ah. Got replaced by a freshman. It Ooh. was pretty cool. <laughs> it's like, when you get replaced by a freshman, it's like, oh, shit, I suck. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm telling you. Don't and then you get dropped down as a third stream. No, he didn't get he didn't get dropped down. That he hard. didn't. He got dropped down to like a second stream because the freshman was oh, the second stream. But he got that Marcus Mariota treatment. <laughs> yeah, but mm. no, he was playing ball and then at one point I shoot the basketball and the guy's a complete dick and he ends up just kicking my ball to the other side of the court. Oh my God! And then my friend, <laughs> my friend, my friend, you know, real cool guy. He um. He he comes up and he's just like, "Yo, dude, what you doing here, man? This is everybody's gym." He said, "Like, we should have moved that ball to the other side." And the only reason why he came up defense with me because when the guy kicked the ball, the quarterback, yeah, I just put my hands up like this. Mm. And at that point, I was just like, "He's like, what, what?" I'm just like, "It is what it is, fam. It is what it is." And I just want to go sit down. My friend defends me and stuff, and then the quarterback and the group of people that was playing the game run up on him. Run up on me, but then hit my the friend that was protecting me was mm. also best friends with my roommates. Mm. Shout out to my roommates because what they did later on was that they protected me, and then one of them was a um, what's a, an Omega. One was an oh. Omega, and he he uh, played for the baseball team, but he looked like he could play for the uh, for the football team because that man was built. That man was jacked, and bro, I I don't know what the fuck is up. <laughs> For people, <laughs> because it's like 
they knew he was an Omega. Mm-hmm. They said like, I'll, "I'll meet you at the fry house, frat boy. I'll meet oh you at the God. fry house, frat boy. Bro, I'll beat your ass up." It, this you telling this reminds me of uh, Stomp the Yard. Have you seen that, bro? It no, it was kind of like Stomp the Yard. Oh my God, <laughs> it felt like Bootlega. that. <laughs> Like what? <laughs> Chris Brown got shot bro, outside the real Bro, track. Chris Brown lasted for 10 seconds. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> he lasted for 10 minutes. Yeah, his he check did. Yeah, but, no, nah, man, he was talking all that shit. And my man was just like, we ain't trying to come up a fight, but I'll beat your ass and get my homies. He's like, oh you get God. your homies. Oh, my God. The weirdest part happened was when a dude came up with some slides and said, I ain't came here to play ball. I came here to, to kill a nigga. And it's just like... Fam, you're playing ball and slides. Like I just looked at, I just pointed at the slides. I just said, like, yeah, you you didn't come here to ball. You oh came God. here to just chill and rub your belly while I shoot a basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Man, thought it was a shoot around. <laughs> we separate, but then the quarterback leaves and he says, "No, I got some for y'all." Oh. And then we just end up leaving. And I'm walking, and my my roommate again. Shout out to my nigga Derek. He came up and he just said, like, "Hey, you better get in the car because I don't know what the fuck they're doing." And oh. it, it turns out the dude did have a gun mm. and wanted to come in and shoot up the place. Dang. And then there were other people from outside of Atlanta who was in that gym that wanted to spark some shit up. Nice. And that's why I'm just like, from that day on, I was like, I ain't really playing ball and got nothing to prove. I'm going to just say, yeah, I'm just here for cardio. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just here to Dude. make some buckets, cardio. That's all because it's not worth it, man. It, it takes the fun out the game. And you're just sitting there like, why am I here in the middle of this? And we really right. arguing about the score being eight to five. Well, like, no one's keeping track of the score. Exactly. Let's like, just keep playing. <laughs> if somebody messes up, it's just like, okay, are we having a good time? Or let's just keep balling. Exactly. It's, you know, I'm just like. But then you got teams just waiting on the side and it's just like, fuck. Yeah. It, it's ridiculous. But yeah, yeah it really I mean, is. No, I'm glad you're still hooping. Besides that. Of course. Of course. Besides that, anything else going on with you? Hey, listen! I got a I got a wonderful girlfriend. Shout out to my girlfriend and my <laughs> shout out to my look. You got you know we're doing great, man. Um, yeah, I've been seeing you. Y'all both look cute, cute together. It's basically my Instagram. Like I don't even yeah, post pictures of myself anymore. It's you just, don't. I was trying to find a pic of you so I could put it on a uh, on this. You pick. You chose that. Blurry pig from like 2019. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. This oversized Texas. Hoodie. I could have picked some other. I could have picked another one that was ridiculous, but I didn't. Oh, I had more respect. <laughs> he should have just chose a baby picture or something just to that, no. throw off the viewers. <laughs> he he got a baby coming. Yeah. <laughs> it's my son. No play. I mean, that'd be a good. <laughs> After Trey talked about, oh, you got a baby mama. You got oh a baby. my god! No, like, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. My child. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, I'd be like, wait, dude, what happened? Listen, why is he darker than usual? He's <laughs> been in the sun. But yeah. no, nah, man, that's no, nah, that's good. Yeah, I was going through. Y'all look cute, whatever. Yeah, man. Yeah, she's great, man. She's amazing. Um, she's she's my rock. She's been with me through the hardest things. We've been through ups and downs, like every relationship. But you know what's important is that you grow from your mistakes. You learn from your mistakes, and you know you don't. Take losses, you take lessons. So that's mm-hmm. the biggest thing that we've done, and it's only up from here. So um, I'm excited, man. So yeah, shout out to y'all. Shout out. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Shout out. Yeah. Uh, enough of that clap shit. No, <laughs> 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 nah, man. Good for y'all, man. That, yeah. that is real, real cool. Um, yeah, I I haven't seen you in a minute. 
because I know you've yeah. been busy working, and then we just been haven't been able to hang out as much. Mm-hmm. You know, Brandon's up in Campbellsville right now as we speak. Brandon's um, still swimming. Is he? I don't know what he's, he's not. He's, he's not like, swimming no more. He was coaching. He's coaching. Wow. He was okay. coaching, and then he was interning. But I feel like you have. Have you? Did he tell you that he's he was working with the Titans at one point? Yeah, he's working the camera. He works. He was doing a couple of cameras for the Titans. Yeah, and then at one point, now he's doing. He's gonna get ready for orientation for the sounds. The sounds. Oh, okay. So that's cool. I didn't. I didn't. He didn't tell me that. So well, I he don't. just started. So he just told me that today as I was talking to him about Julio. <laughs> Titans are so stupid. No, no. One season. That nigga had like 400 yards of touchdown and was injured for most of the season. <laughs> Dumb enough to pick him up. He came from Atlanta. What do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> he was the he was the one Falcons of the only garbage. We he know was that. one of the only saving graces. Look, I'm gonna just tell you this right now. Listen. This is not a sports podcast, but sometimes we just chill and just talk whatever fuck we want to talk about, and we just gonna be talking about the football at this point because free agency is fucking crazy. But <laughs> Russell Wilson to the Broncos, Aaron Rod- the Broncos, Aaron Rodgers stays with the Packers. Um, Khalil Mack traded to the Chargers with J.C. Jackson signed over there. Listen. <laughs> That's <laughs> what does my Cowboys do? Get rid of Amari Cooper, and that was stupid. the best route runner in the league. That no was cap. stupid. Now here's the difference. The difference. Who's is- better than Amari? <laughs> route running? No, 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 no. Here's the difference. Yes, Amari Cooper is a great wide receiver. You can yeah. argue with him to be top ten, but the problem, the difference between get letting go of Amari Cooper and and letting go Julio Jones is that Julio Jones barely saw the field. And with his injuries, it seemed like he wasn't the same Julio Jones like he was in Atlanta. Yes, he had flashes of talent. Look like that who w- the quarterback, Ryan Tannehill. Bro, y'all niggas are hating on Ryan Tannehill after. Bro, his last his- name is Tannehill. What? <laughs> What's wrong with that? Tannehill? Who? You can't lead nobody with your last name being Tannehill. What's a, what's a, so Wilson is a better last name? Uh, Brady is a better <laughs> Brady? <laughs> this fool unretired. <laughs> He went home, did two loads of laundry, and was like, nah, I can't do this. Went home, did some bedtime stories, went to, went to go to Giselle and went to bed, and said, hey, honey, I don't think I'm cut out for this shit. And literally, he's like, yeah, I'm done. It's it's time to go back. I've never seen anybody retire for two months and then hop right back into it. He's the one person where it's like, you, you ain't going to force retire. Bro, it's like the last dance, like... <laughs> with Jordan, Aaron, Aaron, I took that personally. He's like, and I took that personally. Aaron Rodgers stays with the Packers, and they talk about all these different people. He said, and I took that personally, dude. A Rod was not about to leave the Packers. I don't care anyone he says. I, I don't. But here's here's the difference. Julio's been injured. He didn't have the great stats. Amari mm. Cooper was didn't have the best stats like he did in the first two seasons with the Cowboys, where he had back to back thousand yard uh, seasons. Yeah, if I'm yeah, if I'm correct. And this year he only had about like 800 plus yards receiving with a couple of touchdowns because he just wouldn't utilize as much. And he was injured for one part of the season, but not as much as Julio. Yeah. You let go of Amari Cooper because you're trying to, you're trying to have more cap space. And then you give all that money to Michael Gallup. But the problem is, is that you could have still shaved off a little bit more by letting some other people go. Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott. But you're, you're trying to pay that Ezekiel Elliott contract, which I'm not going to get mad at that because at the time we were just like, oh, Ezekiel Elliott, like top five running back. 
2016 is when we said that. Yeah, 2016. It's 2022, and I have not seen Zeke. Oh yeah, that man, that blow that, like that man. No, and, and y'all franchise uh, Schultz. Talk about like that was the biggest Boy, priority he ever. Definitely stepped up this past season. He stepped up, but that's your big. End. That's your biggest priority though to get Schultz well, we in, get, a tight, in a tight end heavy free agency. We we know franchise tag on Schultz. Um, Michael Gallup, of course, at sixty two mil for five years. Demarcus Lawrence resigned for three years, and then we also got and it re- yeah, Randy Gregory until he said psych, bro. He, he said <laughs> Dolphins. <laughs> What? Like, come well, on now. He's going to the Broncos. No, he's going to the Dolphins. Randy Gregory's going to the Broncos. No, my I have the text right <laughs> no, here. Hold on, hold on. Sir. Check. Email time. No. Randy Gregory. I can't. Let me go to the other group chat. News about Denver Broncos, Randy Gregory, and, yep, Randy Gregory flips on Dallas Cowboys after agreeing a contract to join Denver Broncos. I know I'm right. The Broncos. Where did you get the Dolphins? Or were you thinking of Byron Jones? No, I was thinking of Byron Jones. Somebody told me he went to the Dolphins. And I was like, why would you go to the Dolphins? Your informant is terrible. (laughs) Bro, I was like, okay, you know Dolphins got a history. No, he went to the Broncos. But even I felt like, okay, why why go after Randy Gregory for the Broncos? Because you could have gotten Vaughn Miller back. I think Jerry Jones was pissed off that this man was smoking weed two years ago. And he was probably like... Well, you know what? He was smoking that weed. I think we just go ahead and get rid of him. He didn't really contribute. Nah, he didn't. No, they, no, no, no. Randy Gregory, like, had said that I, I intend to sign a deal with the Cowboys, and then he flipped the switch and said, no, nah, I'm going to go with the Broncos. Yeah, because he don't know what he want to do. Nobody on the Cowboys knows what to do. Your front office don't know what the fuck. Last year, I felt like it was y'all best year. Jerry Jones just needs to pass away in order for us <laughs> to just <laughs> – I hate to say it. He's old as dirt. We have Clint Eastwood <laughs> as our owner, and it's very frustrating watching our games because we can't get past the first round to save our lives. I feel like that's a that's a good comparison because Clint Eastwood back in the day had amazing movies, and he's also directed some great some great stuff. But now it's just like, including with his last movie that came out last year on HBO Max. What movie did he drop last year? Uh, it was like. It was a movie about him trying to like save somebody across the border and bring oh them back. It was you know what? It he was need some, to stop. It, it was some bullshit. He's so old. Him and Morgan Freeman. Bullshit. They are just so old. And, 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 and Morgan Freeman. No, he can keep going. But in comparison, <laughs> in comparison, in comparison to, uh, to 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 whatever your, your nigga's name is. Who the GM? No, no, no. Well, he acts like the GM, the owner, player. Oh my guy, JJ, Jerry Jones. Yeah, Jerry Jones. In comparison to Jerry Jones, it feels like he always keeps going back to like we need to be back like we were before. And Man, it, forget all that. It gets. It gets. <laughs> <laughs> How about no, dude? We just need to start from scratch, man. It's Cow- just- the Cowboys is just as annoying as the Lakers. <laughs> Speaking of Lakers, <laughs> which by the way, yeah, the Lakers. Jesus. Um, yeah, something's going on with just the Cowboys. Get rid of the whole team except for LeBron and Austin Reeves. Oh, yeah. There, I said it. <laughs> no, I'm not. Just. I'm not going to. I'm not going to get into slander with the Lakers because. They're sorry. They're sorry, but it's just. 
I don't know. I just Russell felt, who? I just no, no, because I'm. I feel like that whole thing. I feel like that whole the whole culture with the Lakers is toxic as hell. The amount of time they they keep talking about them being terrible, but it's like okay, the Cavs are doing great. The Bulls are doing. LeBron's great. going to the Cavs next year. Mark if he words. if he goes to the Cavs, that'd be awesome. But it's just at this point, man, they already want to ring. LeBron's got really nothing to prove. He just waiting to, for his son to come back so he can for his son He's to pulling come pulling the Brady NBA. man. He really He's going to be like 50 years old when Bronny gets in the league. So it's like. <laughs> He's just going to do that. And he said, I feel like after Bronny comes in, he will play one to two years with him. And then he will just call it a day. That's that's what it is. Hey, we'll see. And I it, mean, Bron going to be Bron. So. And then with Russell Westbrook. I still think he's a great player. I just think that he's out of control. When he he's not. He, he's not in the best position. He that's not a good scheme. That's not a good team for him. And I put a lot of the blame on the front office. Yeah, not, not gonna say Russell Westbrook is playing bad. He is playing bad. He did some some blame, but I'm not gonna call him Russell Westbrook. I'm not gonna call him names. I'm not gonna send death threats. That's just childish as fuck. And Anthony Davis, people just jumping on Street him. Street clothes, Davis. Yeah, <laughs> people jumping on him. And I'm just like, wait a minute, now hold on. It, it, I mean, it's can he true. Really, he can't really control injuries, though. That's the thing. It's just like you can work out as much as you can, do all that, but once you put enough strain in your body, like wind could injure this man. He probably get out the car. Oh, it's kind of chilly outside. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Davis out four to six weeks. Like it's just steps on one leg. Ah, but. It's, Dude, he's so fragile. But the thing is, in the injuries that he's in, it's just like, I see him, I'm like, those are just bad coincidences. Like, he'll land on somebody's ankle, or he'll land on somebody, or just the way he lands on his foot. It's just like, that's just that's just bad luck. But he wears like 50 million things on his legs, like this fool got on. Just because you wear those things does tights. not make you perfect. Maybe you need to quit wearing those dang Kobe's. <laughs> Maybe. It's low tops. He needs some... <laughs> Want him to wear them heavy ass get, bronze. Give him some shape ups. <laughs> Sketch his shape ups. They, they help Tony Romo and Joe Montana, baby. They can help Anthony Davis. <laughs> Imagine him on the court. He got on some shape ups. He's sitting there rocking. Because, <laughs> you know, they got that little, like, oh rocking chair out. So he get the rebound. He's sitting there just. Outlet, outlet. All right. And for some reason, it's still a travel. Because <laughs> he's going. Trap up, yep. <laughs> hey, we're going back this way. Like he just, I don't know, man. No, I, I'm not gonna get mad at AD. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna get. A, I'm a little disappointed. Russell, Russell, Russell Westbrook. Um, but I just feel like with getting the older guys like Carmelo Anthony, Trevor Ariza. Bro, I saw they uh, Melo's open to rejoining the Nuggets. Necessary? He really needs to retire. Is that really necessary? No, no, no. Because it's funny. At one point, everybody was like, "No, he need he, he need to get out the league. He's selfish." Then it was like, "Oh no, he need to come back. He's getting blackballed." Now he's back. He's like, "Man, he's so he need to get out the league." It's like, <laughs> all y'all no. niggas need to make up y'all minds what y'all want. Dude. All of you need to make up what make up your See, minds. He got he got them freaking cornrows and tried to go back to his his Nuggets <laughs> days. This fool is only shooting threes a game. Well, that's that's basically what he's doing right now. Like Melo's not going to drive. He's going to shoot threes, and he's going to give you six fouls. Lost all that weight for nothing. Because <laughs> remember, he was a little chubby back in New York. Days, he was chubby, and then he lost a lot. Of I miss the chubby Melo. <laughs> chubby, <laughs> chubby Melo could give you straight buckets. Like chubby Melo was averaging thirty. I miss two K thirteen, two K fourteen Melo, dude. If I still have two, I 
No, I don't think I have two kids. I have 17, and he's on the Knicks, him and Derrick Rose. Oh, yeah, that was a – And Porzingis. That was a great 2K team for some reason. New York Porzingis? Oh, my god! New York Porzingis – that basically – everybody, I remember everyone was talking about Porzingis with the Knicks, face of the NBA. He's going to be the face <laughs> – Linsanity, gonna... remember that? Oh, that, that – <laughs> I watched it for two weeks. <laughs> I, watched the, I watched the documentary on that. I did, too. Uh, which one? I it was on, yeah, it was on Netflix. I watched that, and afterwards, I was a little upset. Why? Because just how everything went down with Jeremy Lamb. Like, yes, Linsanity lasted for two weeks. It was an anomaly. But the thing is, is that this guy's been working really hard to get in the NBA. He got a chance, and then Carmelo was kind of like, no, we ain't doing that shit. And then, <laughs> and then, and then he's playing hard. And I'm then, not going to let this bootlicker. Come in and take my spot. All the racism that was pointed towards him because people just did not like him or the spotlight he was getting. I'm just like, that's some real bullshit. And when you know about his career after the Knicks, you know, he goes to Houston. He's going to teams like Charlotte, Brooklyn. Uh, He's getting injured. And, you know, it's just. Remember that phase that he did where, like, this dude literally grew out dreads. And he was like, he was like the first Asian I've ever seen with dreads. And I was so confused. He pulled it off. He looked like Predator Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) I'm being way too nice. I'm I'm sorry. (laughs) He pulled it off. (laughs) What? (laughs) Man, I'm I'm a. He pulled it off. <laughs> I take back what I said. <laughs> Let me look up a picture real quick. Hold on. <laughs> Yo. Because maybe my memory. Because I remember um, Kenyon Martin had said something about it and said that, why are you letting this shit happen? This is wrong. <laughs> this is bullshit. And then Jeremy Allen was just like, listen, man, I'm I'm just doing my thing. I'm just doing what I want to do. Why are you wearing Chinese tattoos? Oh. <laughs> you don't know what the hell you're going on. Yo. And Kenyon Martin went back on Instagram and said, Man, let me tell you something, man. I wasn't bullying nobody. Uh, <laughs> it's just like, get the fuck out of here, Katie hey, Martin. Bro, bro literally got lips on his neck. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he got a Chinese tattoo that, can- says, that says shit here. <laughs> like, <laughs> somebody um, gonna come up and say like, oh, that's an orthodox, but okay. <laughs> whoa, 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 what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> he, man, Jeremy Lin, that whole era was just. It was weird, like. But he's a he was a he's a good player, and then you remember when uh, after he won a championship with the Raptors mm-hmm. on the bench, and then he talk and then he goes play in China or play some other leagues, and he's just like, yeah, I just been feeling really depressed because I I really feel like I want to be back in the league, and shit's been rough ever since then. And people are like, well, you want a ring? You just want a ring by what by riding the bench? You got millions of dollars, you'd be fine. It's like that's not the point. The whole point is is that you can be in the NBA, but yeah. knowing his situation going in and out, going to different teams, and then he 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 still feels like he has the ability to to play hard, and he's not given that chance. And people are trying to like stereotype him. You're just a typical athlete. You don't give a fuck. It's like that is really unfair, and it, it, is. It, it, it makes you remember. You have to remember that athletes are humans, and I and I think a lot of people forget that or choose to forget that based on a certain situation. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck you. I mean, he's you're wrong, and here's why. He's not. It was a weird fate. Like, bro, literally put up like 28 against Kobe. Like, it's like, whoa, shit. I was like, 
<laughs> Kobe was like, who's this guy? Kobe <laughs> like, <laughs> was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then he, was, after the game, he's just like, oh, okay, shit. Yeah, like. Yeah, he's good. So I was sitting here thinking like, oh, my goodness, like, Jeremy Lin's the truth. And then he kind of just, like, faded off. Like, Well, I mean, he signs a, he signs a big contract with the Rockets, teams up with James Harden, and then the mm-hmm. following year to get Dwight Howard. And then. <laughs> Dwight Howard, golly. Yeah. And then at that point, I think Jeremy Lin just wasn't. Cutting it, and they just said, okay. "Of course not." <laughs> <laughs> you, you just like, of course not, of course not. It's Jeremy Lin, like, <laughs> man, you are just the biggest hater right now, bro. He, <laughs> Jeremy, like, when was let's see, twenty nineteen? He was with the Raptors, and then oh, you know what? I apologize. He did not pull that shit off because now I'm looking at it right here. I out here looking like Brittany Griner. Hey, no respect to Brittany no, Griner. I hope she gets out of Russia. Yeah, don't you be saying. I said I hope she gets out of Russia. What the f- man, fuck you. But what? he does look like Brittany Griner. Lighter Chinese version of Brittany Grider. Yeah, I can't unsee oh, it Oh, it looks bad. I don't know what he was thinking. God damn it, SB Nation. Why you do that? But no, uh, Bro had a taste of soul food and lost his mind. <laughs> got, got one black woman that said, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, he played in Atlanta, I, I believe. Uh, yeah, he did. Went to Roscoe's and was like, say less. Wait a minute, Roscoe's in L.A., god damn it. There's one, isn't there one in Well, he went to Roscoe's in L.A., well, let me. It might be a Roscoe's. In There's Atlanta. one in Atlanta. I I've know that been. for sure. I've never been. I would say he probably went to a wing place and just said, "Okay, here we go." He got them wings that Lou Williams got. He went to Magic. He went to Magic City and said, "Here we go." <laughs> them lemon peppers. <laughs> he went to Magic City and said, "Oh, I guess I'm black." I want to try them. I'm not going to go in like Magic City I, wings. Yeah, the wings. Oh yeah, because Lou Williams went in. <laughs> Get a to go order. Like, can y'all bring them outside? Uh, I think they did that. Point with the pandemic, Bro, no, he went in. No, no, no. I oh, think, I, think- I thought he said Lou. I'm like, well, he no, went no, in. Lou went in. He had pictures. No, I'm talking about. I think they actually like do like to go orders. Oh, okay, because like, you, like, you can get that. Magic City wings on Uber Eats. Oh, oh, no, <laughs> Uber Eats. <laughs> That's a hundred and fifty dollars right there for five wings, man. Like Jesus Christ. No, Magic City. Man, I'm trying to think. I, I, all the times I've been offered to go to Magic City, and I said hell no, because I'm. I, I think even besides being in the situation I'm in, it's just like I do not believe that. I, I just don't believe in. Like, I, I just don't strippers. No, no, no strippers. Like, do what you got to do. You got to make that money. Do what you want to do. Sometimes people become strippers because they got to pay college it's, student loans or. That's it's just not cool. You're going into a club where it's smelling like booty juice and <laughs> perfume. You I, and you got Cardi B <laughs> playing in the background. I got, I got more like, problems with the men in there because the men be acting crazy as fuck, and they be. It, it's just like they throw in all of their life savings just so they can look at ass. And I, I think it's just the culture surrounding it. It's just a little fucked up. The strippers, it's just like, no, nah, you just do it. Let them do what they got to do. Uh. Sometimes you don't know their situation. They just don't. And they just got to make money for whatever they got to do. If they having fun, okay, let them have fun. It's none of my business. But I just feel like the whole entire environment, 
mm-hmm. stands for. It's just like, yeah, it's probably just not for me. <laughs> just, <laughs> this ain't the move, Chief. <laughs> really ain't the move. Really, really ain't the move. I feel that. I feel that. So yeah, I'm, I'm all them times. I feel like Jeremy Lin went with this this whole haircut. Maybe that's why. <laughs> Maybe he came. He just got traded from stop. I don't know. You know, bro got like a whole like shoe line in China now. Yeah, the man. Things are ugly. Oh, shit, I've never seen them, so I can't even say. Oh no, they're not. Like it's dreads. Um, he should sign with Skechers and bring out the first like shape ups basketball shoe. Let me see. Let me see here. Talking about these X Step. What the fuck is X Step? Is that like the Lin Lin? What the fuck? <laughs> Nigga, that's Converse. <laughs> no, that's Diverse. <laughs> <laughs> so are the colors supposed to represent the diversity? How do you print? Is that X, X, I thought it was Zip. I was, $44, though, that's A. Bro, No, I res- let's cop some X steps you and know, do a shoe review. <laughs> I ain't no blue RC. I ain't that. I ain't that, man. Let's. Let's do a shoe review. I'm not going to lie, though. I got more respect that he put shoes like this at the true price. Is that a recycling symbol on the side? <laughs> yeah. You know no. what? You know what? For $44, it's better than it, it's better than paying 200 or whatever. They were they were $93. Bruh. Wait a minute. It is a, no, the 93s crossed out. So oh, I know. I'm just saying, like, sometimes people, like, cross shit out and Oh, you can't really get like psych. They're one hundred and ninety three dollars. Go up there. You add in taxes and all them. Bro, ten, I'm right? telling you, uh, I only size you can get is eight. <laughs> that should tell you something, right so there. Somebody's already getting some shit. Some somebody buying up the shit shoes. Yo, that's tough. Oh, uh, mm. man, mm. they look hot. Uh, mm. Yeah, I don't know if I'd hoop in those Christmas shits. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'd hoop in those. Why not? Yeah. It's definitely yeah. It's Christmas because got the it's candy Christmas. canes. I'd hoop in those. Not, that's not that bad. X step, X step. two X step, man, nigga. I wouldn't lie. I feel like these shoes would 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 be. Uh... No, these shoes are taking heavy as inspiration for Kobe's. You know what? I wish they these would bring Kobe's. <laughs> I, I, you know what? These are fucking Kobe's. Look, it's the upside down swoosh sign too. <laughs> you know what? He ain't slick. Oh my god, this nigga ain't slick at all. Um, you remember? Did you did you have a pair of these Starberries? I I never had a pair of Starberries. Oh, I had three pairs, bro. Bro, I'm I'm not even mad at at, at him making those shoes because those shoes were affordable, bro. Including with Shacks, dude. I had a pair of Shacks too. <sighs> Which ones? Like the uh, like the ones you get from Walmart or like? Oh, I know. I got mine at Payless. Thirteen ninety nine, baby. <laughs> yeah, you and Brandon be going to Walmart pay and be like, hey, you, man, this shit is fire as fuck. Bro, Walt, you know Brandon different. You be you the same way. You the what? same way. Y'all went to Walmart at one time. Y'all was looking at these compression shorts and compression shirts. You were like, That's different. Those are great. tights. Those are three quarter tights. <laughs> but y'all was over here. No going one's crazy. looking at your tights. <laughs> y'all was going crazy over these clothes, man. I was just like, well, Dude, Walmart. Walmart got good clothes. They're Russell brand? Come on, man. I'm not gonna lie. I feel a little bougie. I, I felt a little bougie oh when I saw it. I was just like, inflation. <laughs> I was like, you little, you could deal with the riffraff and garbage, I bro. Here was <laughs> Russell. Like you can't go wrong. With okay, the it's Russell. Russell. It's cool with the Russell brand. I just feel like anything from Walmart is just like, uh, okay. 
appropriate. Now they're produce. You can be like, yeah. the produce. <laughs> Why is there green shit all over my orange? Literally, <laughs> mold. Oh, oh, it's a lime. No, nah, it's just mold. <laughs> <laughs> Open it up. <laughs> Literally, it's just it's like Jesus. Walmart man. Oh the, man! Like you know how you go into Walmart, and you can be in the electronics aisle, and you can see a pack of chicken by the TVs. You would never see that in Target. Oh yeah, you would never. Walmart, wear. you wear a shower cap and a robe to go in. Target, you actually take a shower, get like you get dressed, you get all freshened up. Like Target's like that's a field trip. <laughs> like you enjoy. Browsing Target Walmart's like hey, It is what it is Like you just Target. Trying to grab I, I feel Whatever yeah, <laughs> Then three. you dip You ain't trying to browse there Three fucking Now I'm gonna do this With, with Kroger Publix And Whole Foods There are three fucking levels Kroger's is It is what it is Publix is A little bit bougie I like the nicer things Whole Foods is like Yeah we doing alright we're, we're We're well off right now <laughs> Because When it comes to like Walmart, Target. I can't even think of the third thing that's like. I don't know the third. Aldi's, thing. bro. You think Aldi's is, is like the like the Whole Foods equivalent? Aldi, listen, Aldi's is like it's that store that's low key slept on. Cause <laughs> like Aldi's, first of all, the reason why all their carts are returned because you gotta, you know, plug it in to get your quarterback. <laughs> so if you want your money, you gonna take that card back. <laughs> All I know is I be shopping at Publix and that's it. Bro, you need to go to Aldi, bro. I'll, I'll try. You just like my dad. Talking about you need to go to Aldi. You need to go to Trader Joe's. Dude, it's good. First of all, the employees never, like, unpack anything. It's just boxes. All right. Well, we'll be getting back into that. Dude, okay. it's the best. Right, hey, I'll credit to you that. <laughs> and I'll ask you, to see, I'll ask you guys if you think it's the best after we come back from this whole break. Afterwards, we're going to go into more of the foolishness by talking about turning red. Yes. And I, I think from part of it, Devin's going to have an interesting take on that. Indeed. But with Indeed. that being said, I'm your host, Jordan Malone. Thanks for watching The Midnight Drop. Be right back after this.
All right, we are back here with the Midnight Drop. I know it's been a good, good minute, but we're back right now, and we're actually going to be doing our review for Turning Red. And I know Devin's got some things to say. I'll go second. Before we say, before we go into anything, I'm just going to do this real quick. You really going to go ahead and say Jordan 1s are better than Jordan 1 mids? Yeah, the lows. The Jordan 1 Jordan one lows. Jordan one mids. lows are better than mids. No cap. I, I'm gonna just go Jordan one highs all day, every day. Well, you know. Yeah. OG. <laughs> he's an OG. So Bro, everything, gonna... everything you saying up to this point, it's making me know like how you feel about turning red, dude. Turning like, red. Um. <laughs> you you got you got a lot to say, but I'm gonna. Go ahead and introduce this movie. So I watch. <laughs> I'm gonna introduce it before you get. I'm gonna introduce it because it is a, it is even a miracle that you. I was able to catch you to watch this movie before uh, I did my review because I was supposed to do my review on it Monday, uh-huh. and I've been sleepy and I'm tired and busy all fucking week. Yeah. So I'm glad you. I'm able to get another perspective and also have an excuse to do my move, do my review on it. Uh, yeah, I want to hear yours first and then I'm going to come in hot. Oh shit. Okay. Um all right. <laughs> I don't know what this nigga going to say, but here it is. Hey, I'm going to keep it real. I hope okay. No, no, no. I'll get into that. But here's here's the thing. Turning Red is the newest Disney Pixar film that's out now on Disney Plus, and it's starring. Uh, I know Sandra O's oh in the film, but it's basically uh, portraying a 2002 esque world in Canada on Ontario, Toronto, 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 Canada, where you have this one little girl named Mei Mei who is going through sort of a change when she's growing up, and she becomes a red panda due to a family sacred curse or innovation or whatever you want to call it. And she's trying to figure out how can she get through her through, through that and her life with her best friends protecting her and also her overprotective tiger mom that's played by Sandra Oh. It's a sort of a signature Disney Pixar film that we get all the time with an added twist of some cool themes and elements and with new animation style that's also coming from shorts like Bow, which was Academy Award nominated and a winner and one of my personal favorites. It's a film that I was highly anticipating since the beginning of this year. Now the reviews came up and from Ron Tomatoes, uh, the reviews for critics seem to be outstanding. It's one of the best films of the year from now with a 95, 95 <laughs> percent. Oh, there go Devin, but uh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> but for the audience score, okay. it's, it, it's standing at a sixty nine percent, and I have the pleasure of watching this film. Now, some background: this movie was originally supposed to come out in theaters. However, on Disney Plus Day, it was announced that it was going to be coming onto the uh, streaming service, and the director and the people that worked on the film, especially the animation director, were very much disappointed, but they kept on pushing through because they knew they wanted to deliver a product that was awesome. So here we are, and what are my thoughts? And Devin said he wanted to kind of hear how I felt about it. And I'm curious. <laughs> yes, you are, God damn it. And I would just say it right off the bat. Um, I like this movie. I like this movie uh, for a plethora of reasons. Is it a perfect movie? Is it one of the best films ever made this year from Pixar and Disney? No, 
I don't think it's that point. But I do think that it does a lot of things that I liked mm. and that there are a lot of things that I liked from other materials like Bow that I'm just really happy to see it here. Uh, if there's one of the things I really liked was that the story with it was really cool. It was a little predictable and it was a little formulaic in some parts. But I think for the most part, it has a lot of great moments. And I actually, you know, was really invested in some of the characters. The main character, Mei Mei, is cringy. And there are other parts with the characters that are cringy as hell. But there are moments to where I actually really liked them and I actually laughed. Not my ass off, but I laughed and I chuckled and had a good time. One of my favorite things about the film is some of the things that it tries to talk about through its characters and its story. And I think for the most part, some of the things regarding the world and the nostalgia of it being set in 2002, there were a lot. It was just something to where I could. You know, not necessarily say fall in love, but I appreciate it a whole lot. Um, I have a score at the end, but I want to kind of get more in detail with it. Mm. But overall, you can kind of see that I did really like this film. It's not perfect, but it's good. Now, you. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. (laughs) I'm Um, going to put my mic down. I'm going to just. Okay. Like, I think. I don't know. Look. I guess. <laughs> okay, okay. I feel like it was just a little much um, as far as just obviously her, you know, being a teenager and, you know, going through changes and, you know, I mean, I liked, uh, I liked the message it was trying to send, but it was just like, Everything was just happening at a hundred miles per hour, and I was just like, "Bro, like slow this movie down." And you know, Disney Channel's trying to go back to like those original Disney Channel movies, and you know, Pixar with the Pixar animation, and you know, like you said, it being set in two thousand and two, so like a little bit of nostalgia with the Tamagotchi. And the you know the definitely the style definitely the style of clothing like, yeah the style like, of clothing the like atmosphere the boy Tyler dressed up kind of like a miniature version a Canadian version of Nelly bro I don't he had a <laughs> on his face I was yeah, like, like yo what nigga what the oversized jersey I was like okay all right they trying to do something here all right yeah but it was it was all right I mean honestly I give it like a six out of ten I just. <laughs> Hey, that's that's synonymous with a good amount of people's scores, though. It was just, it was just a lot was going on. I was kind of like the storyline's kind of all over the place, but you know, it was just, it definitely was a kid movie for sure. Um, a lot of people disagreed with that, though. Like a lot of people didn't think it was a kid's movie, but I mean, I thought it was a mixture of both. But I thought it said a positive. But that sound, you know, get you know, um. Billie Eilish. Yeah, she did the soundtrack. She did her and her uh, brother Phineas. I was about to say Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a real Disney shit. Oh my god! They they did the soundtrack, and you know, one of the songs had Jordan Fisher. If you listen to Jordan Fisher, oh nice. So, okay, yeah. yeah, I was thinking about the uh, soundtrack. There was uh, something that somebody brought up. Uh, it was a good friend of mine who texted me about it and kind of had his thoughts about the soundtrack. Mm. But I'll get into that later. But like. Uh, you were talking about the story was all over the place. Mm. I mean, explain that really. Like, why would you? How would you feel? That it way? was. It just felt rushed, you know. Like, because the movie was only an hour twenty eight minutes long, and 
just kind of like when she tran like transitioning into the panda, like that happened so quickly, mm-hmm. and so I kind of felt like they could have like waited on that a little bit because like her transition to panda was just like. Like <laughs> it just happened like right at the beginning. I was like, "Dang, okay." Like we ain't even gonna really like let like let let it build up a little bit. So I mean, it just it just seemed a little rushed in some areas. But I mean, overall, I I give it a six out of ten yeah. for sure, for sure. I um I actually have to say that I don't think the story. Was too too rushed, but I do see what you mean. Like we're yep. real, it's real quick that we get into her turning us to a panda. Mm-hmm. But I think for the most part, it, it, it did it pretty well, and it, it hit it right on the mark because I think for a kids movie, yeah, it is it is truly a kids movie, and I don't for sure. think for something like that it would need to be some like maybe like two hours or two and a half hours like we see yeah, in a yeah. lot of these types of films. So. I think for the most part, their whole gauge is that they just want to go straight to the point and say, here's what we're going to do. Yeah. I think for the beginning of this entire film where you're being introduced to characters and the situation, I felt like they hit it pretty well. May May is this character that will, is relatable to everybody, especially for that age, yeah. to where you're try- she's trying to be perfect. She's yeah. worked hard as she, she works hard as she can. She loves her family, but she's doing everything on their whole whim. And she really doesn't have a lot, a lot of say for herself. And I think for the most part, when you get into her turning into a red panda, I think it's just all like, okay, you you put all this up together, and your coup de gras was coup d'état, whatever, is to basically said, okay, this is this is the big twist. She turns into a red panda, and I, I think it, I think it was cool. I, yeah. I think it was real cool. Um, one of the things I will say is that like. It can seem a little bit over with just the amount of things they try to do, including some of the jokes. And yeah. Some, yeah, like, I won't lie to you. Some of this stuff in here was cringy. Yeah. For a kid's movie, like, yeah, it's a kid's movie, but, like, you're sitting there, and you're just like, all about that hustle, right? It's like, and I cringed up on that. Yeah, it was just... It, it took. It didn't take a long while to get used to the characters, but there was a point where I was afraid, yeah, I don't think I'm going to be super... Super crazy about this film. Yeah. But I think over time, when you see the characters interact with one another, especially May May's friend group, I, I felt like it was just like, okay, this is hitting. This is, yeah. this is, this is real I nice. mean, honestly, her friends kind of saved the movie. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. Her mom was getting on my nerves. My <laughs> gosh. I'm like, dude, back up. Like, Which, they, that was a very good job that they did. Because the whole point was, she's a tiger mom. She want you. She's going to make you annoyed and angry and frustrated, especially with the things she did in the beginning of the film. Uh, oh my gosh! I was just like, dude, like, can she breathe? Like, <laughs> <laughs> all on all upon her. Like, she literally just she got on my nerves, and I was just like, man, this movie really about to it's about to make me angry as fuck. I was <laughs> make just, you angry as hell. I was just like, come on, man. So. But, I, there was there was a point when I'm like, the tiger mom, I did like her character. I did like her character. Okay, because just for who she is and how she was portrayed. Because mm. I because it's like you're not really supposed to like her as much, but you know that she has well, in, well good well intentions. Yeah, and just the way she's putting it out there, it's just like okay, she's probably reliving some past trauma. And she thinks that okay, my way is perfect. I will do it. Yeah, because I think what this movie tries to illuminate and bring to bring up in the big screen, mm. a little in the words, 
it's just they're trying to say, okay, in a lot of Chinese households, you have a lot of tiger moms, you have a lot of overbearing parents. There's a lot of things that are you're held in high regard, and you have to live up to those expectations. And when you fail, it's like you're an embarrassment. You know, they're very disappointed in you, and that disappointment can lead to a lot of bullshit, to a to a lot of trauma. Yeah. And I think the movie does a good job at that. You know, I'm not Asian. I'm African-American. I'm black. So you're I can't. Black? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. You're but, black? Yes, I am. <laughs> hey, you're black, too. Oh, my God. I am. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, at the, so me saying that is like I can't really – you know, say that I totally relate to these characters because I'm not Asian. I don't represent, you know, that ethnicity, that group. But I can say that in terms of a human aspect, yeah. I think I can get that. I can get what they were trying to do, and I think they do it really well. Um, some of the other characters here, you said the friend groups. The friend group really did save the movie. I agree with that. I, I think they did, and I think they them being diverse wasn't the sake of just saying to just, just check a box they actually brought in their personalities. And then when I said later on the film that it, they actually got, it got funny and it got better. It was just like, yeah, I mean, you had, um, you had the white, white friend basically was a tomboy. She brought in a lot of good moments, especially when she was, the, she, her may may found out she was taking care of Tamagotchi. Yeah. Uh, you had Priya, uh, I think was the one who was just like no emotion at all. When I was nice. just dancing like crazy and shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, you had the short chubby girl who basically was just on 11 and, you know, as a little predictable, you can say it that the way they blended in and, and have them, you know, display their actions yeah. in this entire yeah. film. It was just like, OK, I can get behind this. And it's not just some ordinary bullshit. I think yeah. Disney did a really good job and his direction here did a really good job with it, too. Yeah. So I would say that it was decent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was decent. <laughs> yeah. It, it shit. <laughs> but. No, how did you feel about the animation? Because that was one. I of thought things. the I thought the animation was good. I mean, it's Pixar. Like you can't go wrong with Pixar. You know, um, every Pixar film has had great animation. You know, it's definitely the best animation studio in the world, mm-hmm. hands down. Um, they did a really good job of getting the details. You know, um, kind of throwing in some subliminal messages, like just with Toronto in general. You know, when she um, sleeping and I had on the Toronto shirt, and you know, just really showing out for the city so and that's another thing i did like how they included toronto you know mm-hmm. as in a disney movie because i haven't i've never seen that in another disney movie mm-hmm. so it was pretty good so i haven't really seen that as much either mm-hmm. and i think for one more one part the animation here was just hitting that crazy like i like i mentioned uh the person who did this movie also did the short bow and bow was Bro, was that that like crazy dumpling short? Yeah, she like it ate was, her son. Yeah, the one where she imagined her son as a dumpling. Bro, that was, was so weird. It, I was like, it was weird. She like but, dumped some but towards the, sauce, but towards some the, soy sauce. It's <laughs> <laughs> ate him. I was like, what? You're not going out there. <laughs> and she's like, oh my god, I'm a monster. <laughs> Brody came back with like a goatee. He's like, you, I'm back. Like I'm. <laughs> I was Did like, you really? <laughs> like, son came back and me? said, "My son said, Dad just got on the phone with me. Found out you thought I was a dumpling. Ate me. Had a panic attack. I'm yeah, back. yeah. <laughs> I was like, 
like when I first saw, I was like, "This is so weird." <laughs> like, this is I'm like watching again tonight just to make sure I'm not like. Hey, wait a minute! What the fuck am I watching? Yeah, <laughs> but no, it's so it was great because mm. it's like it takes a crazy concept and it uses great animation, and then towards the end, it pulls at your heartstrings with a really nice story. And not a lot of shorts can do that. Disney Pixar shorts can do that all the fucking time. Disney yeah. Pixar shorts are gassed up for real. They're gassed up and they're they're awesome. They back up what they present. You're like. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ You just You get They always have a great message And, and I I very much appreciate that So Right For sure For sure So yeah The same person who did Bow Did this movie mm. And I think For what, what it was It's just Being able to see this animation In the big screen mm. Well Really just in a regular TV screen Because it didn't come out in theaters Which we'll get into that later uh, <laughs> Are we surprised <laughs> Fuck you <laughs> Are we surprised but, the No but I, it's just this, the animation here displayed was really dope, and when you have it on 4K, it's it's outstanding to me. Uh-huh. It, it's probably some of the best animation I've seen this year. But I know we're gonna get like Spider Man across the Spider Verse and all those different films. So I mean, it, it it'll be one of the best, but it's not the best of the year. It's still uh-huh. too early to call it right now. So there's that. But especially the food. Did you notice how like the food just kind of had like a special type of special type of goodness to it bro every like food in disney movies disney pixar films always look delicious have you seen encanto yes them like cheesy biscuit thing i don't know (laughs) cheesy biscuit i don't know what it was i don't know what type of taco bell crunch wrap No, no, I'm being serious. Like Taco Bell crush when she rap? was talking to her mom yeah. and she was leaning on the counter and she took a bite into it and it just like it was all soft. I was like, and then it healed her up, right? Bro, there, there. I I saw that. I'm like, dang, I really want some chewies after this. Like, <laughs> no people, no, 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 no. People went crazy because the food in there, especially that dish you were talking about. I don't know the name. People it's went like, crazy. It's I literally like just bread and cheese. Like I googled it. Oh yeah, it is. And I was like, I think I've had it before. It's like bread, butter, and cheese. That's it. Oh yeah, it's fucking delicious. And I was like, oh man, I think I've had that before. But no, it's no. The food in Disney films are amazing, and in this one, just there was a part where they had dumplings in the uh, boiling. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I, and it has that effect where it's like you really want to go get some dumplings. Because yeah. I know uh, after uh, <laughs> after my girl and I, we watched we watch Bow that short. At what point we was like, we need to go get some dumplings right now. Yeah. We need to go get some dumplings like ASAP. And we got them. We ate them motherfuckers like crazy. But um, I'll just say it right now. You just had a lot of these moments where I just felt like the animation stood out. Especially at that moment with the food where they just did a whole special section where they just showed a husband cooking the food Damn. and i was like yeah seeing after seeing that short i'm just like you're flexing you're flexing showing back yeah you remember this yeah, yeah. you remember this and then like she came in he was like shit. he quickly oh. went back to reality and oh, i was shit. like fuck shit yeah i was just like which Damn. the dad was a total i'm not even gonna call him a bitch i'm gonna just call him like, he he just he stepped up he stepped up towards the end but it was just moments where it, in the beginning of the movie he plays a stereotype of like oh, i'm not a manly man hmm. what it is uh, grandma hates his ass <laughs> Because of what it is What's new like, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie The grandma looked like a, a a Yakuza boss What the heck is a Yakuza boss? Like Yakuza Like a Japanese mafia oh. <laughs> <laughs> She looked like She looked like Bro she had that fresh cut though You see that fade I was fade. like yo She had the cut of her face I was like This motherfucker runs some type of game <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> some yakuza shit. Yeah, she was she was out here. I was like, okay, all right, Disney, trying to be hard, but it's well, hard. come out here and beat somebody ass. She really was like, she was all business. Put a hand on somebody's shoulder, be like. I don't think you're going to see her tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was trying. I, so. I think you should watch your words very carefully. <laughs> for real, for real. So. No, but that uh, grandma was dope. Uh, if there was any character I really didn't like as much was Tyler. Tyler was annoying. Yeah. He he, he played like the bully until later in the film. He wasn't the bully. Uh-huh. Where he just became best friends because they like four town. Uh, no, no, I, as, as as nostalgic that was with bands like NSYNC, yeah, I was just like, it's 2002, so you know they have to yeah. throw it back a little bit. So they do, and I and I appreciated that. That the whole world of just setting this in 2002 was nice. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's really nice, and it does bring a lot of stuff out, like the Tamagotchis, boy bands. You know how people talk and how yeah. the world was, and I was—I like, do appreciate that because uh-huh. it kind of just goes away from just like let's go into like technology is the, this big big thing, and just seeing it's like oh people don't get their tickets on their phones they actually go to the box office and for shit. sure. For I was sure. like that is pretty crazy and cool to see. Um, yeah, some of the things I didn't like is that yeah this movie could have been longer even though I've made the saying that like this is a kids movie so you don't want to make this super long yeah. I did feel like if you do put it in a little bit more, it would have added some nice depth to some of the characters. It would have been really cool to see some moments like how I joked about this, but how they jump, how Tyler jumped from being a bully, getting his ass beat by a fucking red panda to him being best friends with them. I'm just like, that could have been a little bit more. You could have had a a sweet moment between them. Um, I felt like there were things in this movie that were formulaic, that were predictable to where you just do have like the panda uh, as kind of like like person turns into an animal. It reminded me of that movie Brave. You remember that movie Brave? Brave actually wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Brave was good. It was a good film, but it reminded me of that. Just like how the mom in that movie Brave, how mom in the movie Brave turned into a bear, trying to figure out how to turn back. In this film, it was it was just the fact that you just have someone turn into an animal. I'm like okay. And it's just moments where it's just like, it's all about family. It's all about forgiveness. It's all about togetherness. It's about drugs. No, <laughs> <laughs> the panda just comes out. It's about, <laughs> the rock comes out as a panda. It's Bro, about drugs. I swear the rock plays in like a hundred movies. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he came out. He He's like a special cameo character. He's the Every, dad. Malfoy. He just comes out. He's like, it's about drive. It's about <laughs> comes out as a fucking red panda. Give somebody like, else a chance. Like, Jesus, man, you in this movie too? He's taking away careers out here. I'm like, Jesus, stick to Hobbs and Shaw, my guy. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but no, it's just, uh, just some of the things you hear. You see, like this typical Disney shit that you know they they like to do in their movies that captures people's hearts. Uh, you saw that a lot around here, and I think yeah. for what it's worth, you know, just. What it leads into this big kaiju battle with a big ass red panda gets five hundred little red pandas. I'm like, okay, there you go. Uh, you know, not disregarding the the nice moment where they have where May May goes to see goes into the other world or something like that. Yeah, and sees her mom younger form and gives mess. I felt like that was really cool, but it's still kind of part of that Disney formula to where it's like let's, let's tug the heartstrings. For sure. For um. Sure. Yeah, I mean, it was cool. Um, I, I guess for besides that, I don't really have too many problems with this film. Um, I think you gave out your score already. 
which you yeah, know, six I'll, out of ten. Six out of ten. And my, I'm sticking to it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna give out my score, and I think for the most part, like I said before, this film is real fun. It's good. It has great, amazing animation, and I think for the message of it, it it's not too crazy, but it's something to take away from. I think for what it is, it just stands out as one of the good movies this year and, you know, doesn't really disappoint. Is it cringy in some parts? Yes. Is it not for everybody? Of course. You like what you like, you dislike what you dislike. But at the end of the day, for me, I felt like this movie deservingly uh, gets a eight and a half out of ten. It's something that I can rewatch, get some clips out of. and uh, Okay, okay. Yeah, do some cool stuff. A couple of things. This movie reminded me it brought a lot of good moments from American Dragon Jake Long. Because mm. I'm I'm not gonna lie, uh, it's Asian, so there's that. But <laughs> I think I, <laughs> 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 what are you looking at camera for? I, you know it got the Asian, but we're just staying out the facts. But also, did you notice that there were some hip hop elements with the soundtrack as well? Yeah, and there's just some moments towards just like the character is boots, Captain. Boots. <laughs> yeah, I just felt like it was that. But I think it's just because it's in the 2000s, I just picture it as like, yeah, in Canada, you have Mei Mei turn into a red yes, panda. for sure. And then... For sure. What if she goes to like an international trip to America and it come to find out she meets Jake and some crazy shit? Okay, you just going... <laughs> you really trying to guess this? No, I'm just saying, man, it just reminded... Turning Red Part 2. <laughs> Turning Red Part 2. <laughs> American Dragon. Dude, like, you trying to do a little crossover of it, man. Yo, it could work, though. That's so sweet life of animal. <laughs> 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 That's so sweet life ahead of Montana on a cruise ship bullshit. It's like, Bro, what the hell? That was, that was wild, but yeah. No, but uh, no, no, no. That reminded me of those crossovers that I feel like Turning red reminded me of American Dragon Jake Long so much because of what it is. You have somebody turning into an animal. That's really a throwback, though. It, it's a throwback, and I love that show. But the two other things. Number one, well, the second thing really is just that there was some controversy with this film about, you know, they have one part of the film where, you know, May May's mom confuses her turning into a panda for a period. And I, I felt like, and it, well, there were people who were saying, like, why would you do that? Why would Disney try to do something so sacred like that to children? Yeah. I, I would never watch a Disney film ever because of that. Yeah. Like, let them be kids. And it's like, no, I have to disagree with that. And I'll probably get your thoughts about it too. But yeah. I disagree with people criticizing the movie for that. I think for, we haven't really seen a movie that really talks about it as much. And they didn't really put it on in your face like a lot of other films would do. In this film, they made it to where it's relatable. It made sense. Uh, it's something that's very healthy, and it's very, very true to a woman's life, especially for that age. And I think we, as people, a lot of people, especially in this country, have a hard time with saying, let's just be honest and let's just be true about what people's lives going through. If wow. we seclude these children from real-life shit like this and just think everything is sunshine and rainbows, or push them away from the real shit that they're going to expose themselves to or relatable shit. What are we doing as parents? And plus, if you don't like what you see, don't get a tirade and protest the movie. Just tell them, okay, we're not going to watch this. Or if your kid ends up watching it, cause they will at some point in a time be there ready to teach them. My whole thing is if you have time to dissect a whole kid's movie, you really need to reevaluate your life decisions. Cause I'm like, if you're sitting here, 
complain about just you know don't watch it who cares like everybody's yeah. entitled to their own opinion it doesn't mean you got to go on facebook and be like well here's what i thought like yeah. no that's just you're just it doesn't really matter like keep it to yourself a lot of parents just need to keep things to themselves sometimes and just because yeah. a lot of times they can go on social media and say the wrong thing and then that's you know how it's how the internet beef starts and you that's know right. you got two karens going at it and then that's your ass you got me just i'm just here for the comments you know <laughs> that's me so popcorn I mean, emoji out we good to go literally like that's that's all it is so yeah but. so it, it's no problem i mean like some people there are people who have talked about it say like it's wrong it's mm. woke culture and it's like no sure. you're just using buds words to just grab people's attention and make a story out of it so uh. there was no problem with that uh the other thing was just uh, something that was brought up that put into a conversation with one of my friends. Um, it's just that some of the hip-hop elements they used here for the soundtrack, hip-hop, uh, it's just <laughs> it's just one of those things where black people have felt like it's just appropriation from Asian Asian people, the Asian community, from taking stuff from the, from the black community. And it just goes into this big conversation about, like, okay, who's in the wrong, who's in the right? And I think for me, I will say that it didn't bother me in this film because I noticed it and I said, okay, yeah, but I don't think I, I, I that doesn't mean that I'm going to decide not to look at this and say, like, OK, this is a problem or like this is something interesting to talk about. This is an interesting conversation and it doesn't delete a lot of stuff. But that whole conversation will be me saying both sides have done some bullshit. And I think we just need to own up to that. And we need really to talk about it. But it, it, having the conversation and, and people having not like people saying they have questions about it. And want to talk to other people about it. I'm cool with that. It makes sense. It's yeah. an interesting one to have. What about you? Um, I just wish black people in whole would just quit trying to say that everything belongs to them. Because if you think about it, like, I'm just going to keep it real. Like, you are making it seem like you're upset about what you think white people are doing to us. And, you know, and in the end, we're all human. Like, we all bleed the same color. And who can, like, them including the hip-hop elements, okay, it is what it is. Like, there's there's a lot of artists, there's a lot of, hell, even white artists that I prefer over some black artists. Like, and I feel like sometimes it just, it just feels like a comp petition like with our culture like they don't want to see anybody else succeed except for them personally and i'm like yeah that's good like you definitely want to see yourself succeed, but like you know share the wealth like make sure everybody becomes successful like don't just don't be don't be petty and be like well i hope you don't do this and blah 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 no like you know make sure everybody is part of your team make sure everybody's a part of the glow up so uh I can agree in some parts of that. I yeah. would say in defense of the people who have a problem with appropriating black culture or anything like that or uh. say that, I think really in defense is, is that we've seen a lot of times to where our culture has been appropriated by you know white people, by other ethnicities, and they use that for either you know monetary gain or for clout. And we wouldn't have a problem with that with that if you would just own up and say like, yeah, you took this stuff. It's kind of like... You know, when you have people who've taken all this time to do something that's real nice and that's creative and it takes a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, and people take that shit away and say, like, they use it for their own. 
it's kind of like comparing like well not compare it's just like it makes you think of, it made me think about like what was going on on tiktok where it's just like you have a lot of these black tiktoker creatives and influencers who are able to do these dances and do these nice trends and then you have white people or other people take it up say to do or do it on their own and then they re- they reap the benefits and the people who originally created that aren't given the credit or the monetary gain that people were given yeah so there's that and then plus with hip-hop culture Hip-hop culture, or well, hip-hop and rap in general, has been a lot of just black culture. And when other people dip their toes into it, we have no problem with them listening to it and say, okay, you all right. When we start feeling like we're entitled to this shit and we let nobody else get a part of it, it can be a little discouraging. But at the same time, when people are taking it and are trying to make money off of it, branding off of it, and saying this is our culture... That's a little problematic to where we want to have a conversation. The people who get upset and say, like, none of y'all should have this. Hold on. Let's have a bigger conversation about it. Or let's try to see what's going on. But there are just people who are just like, I genuinely want to have a conversation. I want to know what's going on. Or I have some reservations about this. There's no wrong with them having that way. And yeah. I get that. I mean, that's just coming from perspective because I understand what you mean. Mm. I'm trying to, I'm providing a defense. Yeah, for sure. Because, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it's just. I mean, think about this. Black people are used for, like, music all the time. They can get criticized, criticized, bastardized for all this shit. And then you see, you know, people just go crazy with it, make money off it. It's just, that's a little ridiculous. So I get that. And then plus with the whole situation I was talking about with the hip-hop, hip-hop music, a little bit of that in mm-hmm. Turning Red, you have a whole situation to where Asia, the Asian community has taken stuff from the black community. And they try to say, like, we want that. But at the same time, I have a problem with black people start saying Asian people racist to black people, but you've been racist to Asian people too. So it's just like, come on now, what's going on with that double standard? And black people, and a lot of times, black people are racist towards each other. Yeah, in a big way. And um, I feel like a lot of times um, we need to reduce that because a lot of times black people don't like we. They yeah. think we're all competing against each other, and it's just like. No, like you know, like you get a new pair of Jordans or any shoe, like oh, and those are all oh, they got these yesterday. Oh, okay, next day you buy a new pair of Jordans because you know you don't want somebody else looking better than you. And I'm like, why? Like, why do we have to? Why does everything have to be a competition? Like, yeah. why? Why can't we just be like, oh, bro, those are hard. Like, why can't you just say that and then move on instead of being like, okay, well, I'm gonna get them next week or whatever. Like, no, like it, like. Be proud to see somebody win. Like, be proud to see somebody that's able to afford things that they like, you know. Like, you know, be proud of that. So, I think yeah. I think a lot of times in the black culture, it's just too much of a competition and not enough of a congratulation. So Yeah, I, I agree with that. That would be a nice, lengthy conversation we could have. So For sure. I appreciate your review of this movie. I hey, appreciate it. Of that. course. I <laughs> I appreciate it. Six out of ten. I, had to, I got no problem with that score. Yeah. I got no problem with that at all. Yeah, and I know some people have felt that same way, and I can't really. There's some things I can disagree. There's some things I can agree with you. I can agree on. Yeah, it is what it is. You like what you like. You dislike what you dislike. Big facts. Big facts. All right. With that being said, that is our review of Turning Red. So after this break, we're gonna go ahead and get into uh, sort of just more chill time and talk about our favorite sports movies out there, past, present, and probably think about some other stuff that's going on. So that being said, I'm your host, Jordan Malone. This is Devin. Yo. This is The Midnight Drop, and we'll be back with more foolishness. See you.
Welcome back to the Midnight Drop. I'm your host, Jordan Malone. Thanks for staying on that nice break. Yo, Devin over here having a good time. Yeah, of course, of course. Just came back from a review of Turning Red, which that was good. Devin gave it a 6 out of 10. I gave it an 8.5 out of 10. It's definitely my favorite animated films of the year. And we're going to get into some more foolishness and talk about our favorite sports films of all time. And also just, just <laughs> chill for these last couple of minutes or so. Like we always do here in the Midnight Drop. So, how are you feeling so far? Feeling good. Especially with your first time being on this podcast. Hey, you know, I'm having a good time. Um, it's important that we have these conversations and we basically just express how we feel about things. You know, it's good for to hear a different opinion other than yourself. Um, and it just makes you, you know, get to look through the eyes of other people and see how they think and see what they, you know, what they like to enjoy and all that. So, hey, man, so professional, so well-spoken. Look at you. Look yeah. at you go. Look at yeah, you go, look, my yeah. guy. We need you back here every week. Bro, put me on, bro. Put me on. We try to put you on. I was going to say this for out of the podcast, but I was like, yeah, did you want to get on every week or so? Sure. All right. Put, I'll put me as put me as the, the Ocho Cinco. Because <laughs> <laughs> so far I got like, cause, okay, cause here's the thing. I think for the last month or so, I've been building up to where I've had I've wanted co-host, and we've gotten co-host. So I think it's like you, Brandon, Trey, Josh, and Julian. Bro, let's do it. Yeah, the only thing is just that, like, I would separate time. So I know for you, I would get you, like, maybe, like, every Wednesday or Thursday. Okay. I, I want to get you every Thursday because I want to get you on with, like, Brandon, Trey, and uh, Brandon, Trey, and, uh, yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I get you on, and then every second Saturday would just be, like, um, Every second Saturday would be Josh, Julian, and Brandon. Uh, but I'm trying to figure out what else I can do on, you know, the Saturdays where I don't have those guys. Because I know that, you know, there's so many things that we can still talk about. There's other movies that we can go into oh, and just chill. Of course. So I'll have to figure that out, go from there. But, no, yeah, it would be great to have you on, man. We're trying to get, like, all these different people and have some cool stuff going on. So, yeah, something's sticking on my pants. Oh, okay, my ID. <laughs> my ID. I don't know what the hell. I thought that? you put on a garage door opener for a second. I was oh, like, nah. I, was like what? I thought it was my headphones. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> but nah, man, it'd be great to have you on this podcast. Hey, man, man. it's hey, great. Put me on. Put me it's on. great. Have you ever thought about doing your own podcast? I have, honestly. Um, like every other dude out there in the world. Which there's no problem making a podcast. Just- I told my dad we should do this podcast. I also told my my friend that I hoop with Jordan that we should do a podcast. Like just me, him, and my dad because I I love talking about any topic and just hearing what everybody else has to say. Like that's one of my biggest things. I love hearing other people's opinions because it makes you think like, oh dang, I didn't even think about that. Like so, I've definitely taken it into consideration. So yeah, man. I mean, like just. I've done this podcast since the start of the pandemic. It's cool. Uh, I've always joked around that I feel like I've came into the I came into making a podcast at the worst time because everybody's doing it, mm-hmm. and there's just a lot of toxic shit out there being spewed out. Mm-hmm. I know uh, we talked about it one episode with Ju- uh, with Julian and Josh and Brandon, but like there was doing like, there are niggas out there that's just talking mad shit mm-hmm. about like with women. Other people, I I listened to what podcast? Well, I didn't even listen. I just li- watched a clip that just went viral for all the wrong reasons, and it was a guy with two other guys, alpha males, they call themselves or whatever, and they were just talking about like, 
yeah, if a woman making too much money, I don't want her. If she making money or she make a job, she not good. Because you checking me off as a box, and I don't want that. And it's just like, but you said that if a woman wasn't making any money, that's a problem. And it's just <sighs> so a lot of stupid. it's just a lot of misogynistic shit. That's just look. I'm gonna tell you this right now. If Emma's yeah. making more money than me, shoot, I don't even care. Like, <laughs> I will turn into Mister Clean and. <laughs> <laughs> Just shave your head, Bruh. the dark skin. I'll be, for- I'll be in there, Millie rocking on that on the <laughs> entertainment center, bro. Like we both winning, we both getting our bread. So <laughs> you a stay at home dad? Bro, He's like, oh, I, no, I'll still, I'll still be working now. But if she, like, if she was making more than me, like I would not feel ashamed at all. I'd be like, okay, all right, <laughs> do you, you do what you got to do. Hey, like it's like it's it's ours, you know. We both. We contributing. We're, so. we're having a wonderful time, man. That's we ain't got no so fucking time. I don't, I don't even care. Like, <laughs> I it, it's just it's just a test to just like there is a lot of misogynistic motherfuckers out there, and this whole concept of like alpha man, sigma male. It's just like it's 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 ridiculous. But yeah, yeah doing a podcast is really fun. I think I, as you can see here, I've taken this a little bit the, to the <laughs> a little bit to the extreme. Hey, you got the setup though. Hey, go big or go home, man. I like it. It's it's nice. it's nice, man. If this don't work out, I could do other things with it. But I, I've gotten into more hobbies like cameras and mm. understanding what they are, videography. Yeah, I, I I feel like this is this is really cool. It's much better than learning videography through a four year degree. <laughs> that's that's ooh fuck yeah. But I know Brandon made it work, and Brandon's doing big things out there right now. Why are you doing like? Hey, Bando, <laughs> Bando, <laughs> gotta get you on the show next time, bro. Yeah, he's been gone. I think he is coming back next week. Come back next Thursday. I he talked it. on the phone. The thing is, is that he's got to figure out his work schedule because he's working at Kroger's. Kroger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah man it's ridiculous but no it'd be great to have you on uh if there's one thing i will say in terms of you making your own podcast you have to it it's a nice hobby but don't let it over consume you mm. don't don't let it consume your life because even though a podcast can be fun unless you prioritize it as your money making machine yeah prioritize over other things over it like i've had to you know make sure that my job and school at the time it's priority over this because yeah. sometimes you just get into it and you'll just be like, oh, fuck, I, I'm fucking up in all these other areas. Exactly. It's kind of like when you're doing stuff like after school or you're doing a sport, mm. you have to make sure everything else is in check before you do something like this. Because if everything else is not in check, it's going to fuck you up mm. and people will call you out for that. Mm. So that's something I'll, I'll basically say was a good advice. Yeah. Uh, another piece of advice: um, Don't be a fan of a team that's bullshitting you every single day and every single year. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll say with your, your Cowboys. Listen, five Super Bowls back in the eighties and the nineties. We man. still got them. It don't matter. So we could have gotten them, but um, ten thousand BC. Okay, we still got them. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Who's your team? The Titans. See exactly. But what they got Tannehill. <laughs> <laughs> you, I'm still going crazy because you were mad for a guy. Black guy's last name is Tannehill. There's nothing wrong with his last name Tannehill. Tannehill ain't got no Super Bowls. Man, nigga, he's fine. They ain't got no I mean, Super Bowls. I'm not gonna say he's the best quarterback or he's amazing, but it's just real quick on this. I think it's just funny how like a lot of times in sports, people just remember the last thing that they've seen, and the last thing they've seen in Tannehill is throw two, three interceptions in the playoffs against the Bengals. 
which which is it was his fault. But I do remember the year before he had the lowest uh, amount of interceptions and a touchdown to interception ratio that was one of the best in the league. Uh, I won't forgive him what he's done in the playoffs the last two years, this year and last year. But he's definitely been really good. He's been better than most of the quarterbacks we've gotten so far in the last couple of years, besides Steve McNair. He's been great. I mean, do you want him or Jake Locker? Steve McNair or Jake Locker? No, 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 no. Tannehill or Jake Locker? Hey, I'll take Tannehill. Yeah, right. Because Locker, I forgot Jake Locker was on the team. Jake Locker was on the team, and then he quit midway through the season because he said it's just football, it's just not for me. And he got lambasted by the organization <laughs> and by everybody. Listen, we need you to at least be here for a year. <laughs> he said, "That's no. exactly what happened." That man, that man left, and then we ended up getting Jesus on the team, and he sucked. <laughs> <laughs> we got Jesus on the team. That man was throwing interceptions. Yes, it was god awful. For sure, for sure. What was his name again? Like Whitehurst or something? Oh, Charlie! Oh, Charlie Whitehurst! Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> he was garbage. You, we actually have the son of the son of the Lord, and he's actually throwing interceptions. The first Gardner Minshew, a hundred percent. Oh my god, <laughs> he was so this, bad. This man straight up made so many believers turn into atheists. I was just like, how? <laughs> you do this yeah he was bad i forgot oh my gosh i forgot about him he's yeah, like the mark I sanchez him. of the titans i remember my memory is good i remember this shit <laughs> i was just like this is awful you unlocked a new memory gosh <laughs> a core bad a bad I'm, core memory I'm dead wow i was like oh my god but that being said let's get into kind of our favorite sports films into it yeah um i guess i'll start off with like Football Okay And I'll start off with the film That I told you over the break The Longest Yard Is one of my Uh, favorites Cause The Longest Yard Is a film that I'm gonna just say It's not the best It's not the greatest Of all time But for some goddamn reason It It it, It's It's enjoyable And it brings a lot of Good Memories from my childhood From watching this film On DVD all the time That's funny And I think (laughs) Yeah it is It's very funny And I think for what it is it it has some crude humor in it, yeah. But it 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 does it really cool. It does it really nice. Yeah. One of my favorite things about the film is the is the soundtrack, especially the one the one song that went like "Here Comes the Boom." Yo, y'all don't really want to know. That, that that was the <laughs> that was one yeah, of the that, like, was good. That, that song got everybody hyped. Yeah. Especially when the beat dropped, it was just like that was amazing. But I think with having a cast of characters like Adam Sandler, Chris Rock. Uh, Nelly, Terry Crews. Mm. Uh, you even had guys like a wide receiver. It was a wide receiver. Oh, Michael Irvin. Michael Irvin was in the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you have any other like uh, football, like football stars in that film or no? Um, see, Michael Irvin. Because Michael Irvin was hilarious in that film, especially in the basketball scene. <laughs> Terry Crews was the guy who who smuggled McDonald's in the t- in the Bro, prison. I was like, what the fuck? That was so weird. <laughs> I was like, this man is smuggling McDonald's, and it's just like, god damn! He, his best thing was an apple pie. He I was, was like, like, keeping like burgers in his drawers and stuff. I was like, yo, what is pulled a this? McChicken out his ass. I was like, okay, <laughs> I got the McChickens, man. No, I don't want that. No, I don't, I don't want that. You can keep that, brother. Um, Made the I, mayo myself. No, 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 no. no, no I don't want it. <laughs> um, I think it was just Michael Irvin. I think so because Nelly played. I think the character who was like the speedy running back. Yeah, and um, 
Oh, Stone Cold Austin was in the film as yes, one of the guards. Yes, sir. And I think that was awesome. But at the same time, I hated him because he played just straight up. He played to his role. He played the straight up racist. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, God damn, I really want to hate you. And he got his comeuppance at the, the part where I think you get the big old dumb uh, edge rusher just tackles him and he shits on his pants after he gets cracked. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is ridiculous. But uh, the film... Uh, for those who don't know, The Longest Yard was, I think, one of the lineup of the Happy Gilmore production studios that Adam Sandler ran and created. And it was his film about, an um, what was it, an NFL, an old ex-NFL quarterback who was basically lambasted and uh, disrespected towards because he was basically gambling on games and shaving points. Then he gets stopped by you know, drunk driving and stealing somebody's car and he gets sent to prison and to figure out a way to lessen his release. He has to get a bunch of convicts to do a football game against the guards. And I think for what that is, it's funny. It's stupid. It is. It is funny. Do I think it ages? Well, some parts yes and other parts hell no <laughs> i think i think it's i think there's some parts where it's, it's kind of racist but oh, they, sure. they but they 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 followed up with some sure. really good moments of like okay yeah these are moments of racism but people who are racist get their comeuppance uh-huh. um there's the one thing where i feel like some people would definitely have a problem with with the prison guard the the guys who are like uh the, the prison bitches the the cheerleaders give Brother, me a D yeah, they, D give me a I I give me a C C like, give me a K I all right already I was like oh my god they had Tracy Morgan in there I was just like Tracy uh, Morgan did a great fucking job but I was like yeah this shit is crazy oh do you I remember this Boomer I think from ESPN or somebody from ESPN. In oh, the game. Chris Berman. Chris, Chris Berman. Berman was in the film, and he was supposed to be like the uh, the play by play, the play by play announcer or yeah. commentator. And then he's supposed to be one of the guards. He's like, "Hey, man, I'm trying to do my best here." The guard just looking at him, just crazy. He's just like, "He's like, all right, well, back to the game." <laughs> yeah, then, they had Chris Berman. Yeah, and then I'm at the end, that. and then at the end of the movie, they do a post credit scene before Marvel and everything, and, it, and he's basically trying to go back. And then Tracy Morgan's in the in the limo. He's like, "We going back to the prison." I'm gonna take good care of you. It's like, did they just rape Chris Berman? <laughs> did they just rape the commentator. Bro, I'm telling you, that movie was wild. It man. was wild. It was very wild. But it was so funny, including the football seats too. Yes, like that final football seat was awesome. The hits and I was like, and like part of me was like, bro, if they could have found some way to put Nelly's character like on Madden. Oh man, that'd be. <laughs> Like I really the best running back, Bro like, the next Madden The next Madden Really should have The longest yard rosters Dude please That would be fucking off. But I know EA's not gonna Pay them motherfuckers So it's just mm, No yeah. But I thought I think it's one of those Films to where People Critics can say That it's bad Like every other Adam Sandler film mm-hmm. But for what it is I think it's one of those Adam Sandler films That I actually Genuinely like mm-hmm. That I can go back And be like Yeah I can have A good time with this Yeah Um, Another film That I felt like it's it's not as good, but I think it works for what it stands for. Blue chips. <laughs> you know that movie? I didn't like blue chips. See, that's the thing I've been figuring I out. I didn't like blue chips. I'm just gonna be honest. This uh, this may be stupid for me, but this is the first time I actually researched this film and found out niggas don't like blue chips because <laughs> critics didn't like it. 
Uh, other people didn't like it. I, I'm only saying blue chips for one thing that's important. The, the film is bad, but I still watch it for a lot of other things. Number one, I think it's just cool that this film has Shaq and Penny Hardaway in it. And it just shows us a memory of like, oh, yeah, these two played together. It was fucking awesome. <laughs> and I think some of the basketball scenes with them, I think, is cool. I think some of the moments where you see Shaq, who plays Neon, it's just like it's really cool to just see that. A young yeah. Shaquille O'Neal. Um, but I think the whole film serves as the plot of just, yeah, this college coach from Western University in Cali or whatever. I don't even know if that's a weird, a real school. Yeah. But he's basically trying to figure out how he can get these blue, blue chip players who play by Benny Hardaway, Shaquille O'Neal, and then there's some other guy who's a farm boy. Mm. And, you know, the reason why they're called blue chips is because they're players who are saying, I'll play for your school if you give me some money. Exactly. And for what it is, he's able to buy in and says, I'm going to do it. And it just leads them having like a whole mental crisis of, is this wrong? Is this right? Should I be doing this? Is my integrity in, sh- in shambles? What is the going NCAA on? last year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like. But, and that brings up the thing. I think I consider this on my list of favorite movies still is because I think it's just great to go back to this film and just seeing the NCAA, I don't know, them making a movie or or praising a movie for basically believing in their beliefs. Mm. And then now we've gotten to a time to where it's like, man, fuck all that belief shit. How, how much that contract? You won't give me that NIL deal? How much you offering, goddammit? Because mm. now we're seeing college players get like hundreds of thousands to millions of dollars to be in these college campuses. Or go to G League right after high school. Right. And, and it's just like, fuck the integrity sometimes. I'm here, like, I love basketball. I love doing this, but I got to take care of my family. I got to take care of myself. Exactly. And I think... One of the things that, and I don't know, you don't like the movie of this. If Tell me if I'm wrong. But one of the things that I've realized why this movie is not so good, but it's a little bit hypocritical, is that the coach is over here surprised that besides his blue chip players, but everybody else is cheating. Everybody is shaving points. It's like, you didn't notice that when you were coaching these niggas? Exactly. Like, <laughs> like he go the, the whole scene where you have him replaying footage from one of his top players. Who at the freshman of the time was shaving points, and he's just like, "What is he doing? He yeah. could have just made that pass. We we could have won that game." And then he realizes, "My my players are cheating." And you realize you didn't realize that when you were watching the game, like, bro, they've been cheating, my guy. Like, why are you? <laughs> like, he's over here having a mental crisis, and then he thinks at the end of the movie, he's doing a great job by giving his press conference and saying, "Like, yes, I bought in, but I won't do it anymore." Yeah. And it's just like. Nigga, I think you've been buying in for years, and yeah. you're not the hero. Like, you're fucking up. And then they, the way they end the movie, just how, like, they just talk about, oh, yeah, like, Neon and Penny Hardaway dropped out, but they still went to the NBA. It's just like, nobody really learned their lesson, did they, except for the coach. Exactly. Like, nobody really did their thing. So it was like, okay, cool. And I feel like the movie is a little formulaic. It's predictable. It is. It's Plus, Shaq is the worst actor of all time. So yeah, like, <laughs> but I, I don't, I don't think it's like the worst film in the world. No. I just think that it's disappointing. But it's still in my list of favorite films because of the purpose that it served. Mm. And just looking at it in in current lenses, I think it's 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 cool. I think it's it's nice. Um, but move away from. Well, there's one more film. Uh, I think this film is an honorable mention. 
Actually, no, I'll get to that. I'll get to that later because it. No, but I'll get into the movies that I truly do love. Uh, one of them is Coach Carter. Mm. Coach Carter is a wonderful film. Timo Cruz. <laughs> the first Steph Curry. Oh, my God. I <laughs> was pulling up from half like it was nothing. Where are you taking that shot? Oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, come on, man. Yo, that movie is good because it's based off of a real story. It's dramatized in, in a lot of points, yes. But I think for what it is, it's well acted. It has hilarious moments. It has a great <laughs> message. Yeah. I think for what it is, it, it's great. And I think Samuel Jackson playing Coach Carter, who, uh, by the way, there's something funny about the real-life Coach Carter. I think him playing him, playing as that character he does a really good job, and he's yeah. relatable to a lot of coaches, especially to I guess one of my old high school, uh, the old high school coach from MLK. Yeah, from his younger years, from the stories I hear him from, uh, Doc Shelton, mm. and uh, I hope he's doing all right. By the way, shit, no COVID, oh god, but <laughs> <laughs> but there's a I'm being serious, but there are there it was just moments in this film to where it's just like you're looking at the basketball here, and the basketball they play here is really good. And, you know, God, honestly, I, for sports films, there are a lot of sports films to where it's just like, I don't give a fuck about the story. I just care about them playing ball or just those moments, like the actual yeah. sport itself. This is one of those films to where you're actually interested in the story itself. You're interested in the individual characters and what yeah. they're doing. And you're just like, this is this is cool. This, this is nice. Yeah. Having this whole struggle of... Coach Carter saying that I'm going to uplift these boys and make sure that they don't settle for less. Yeah. It's not just basketball they have to worry about. It's just their careers and their lives. And it kind of borrows some elements from He Got Game in terms of their story. Yeah. Where they talk about in He Got Game, which is another one on my list, and I'll go in further later on, that, you know, you could be a great ball player. But what you got after that? You got to worry about so much shit. Plan and, and for people that... And for definitely people in the area that they were living in, those players were living in, you got to realize that people are going to stereotype you as just being dirty, that you ain't going to do that much. Uh. And you just see a lot of these instances where the players just get ahead of themselves and they start to realize, like, we got to be better as people. We got to do this for ourselves, not just for the coach. And there are just great quotes. I mean, the the one quote where uh, Coach Carter puts in to everything and then you kind of have the players repeat it. Uh, I can't remember, but – the one about fear? Yeah, fear. I mean, I don't know the I don't know that either, but it's a I'm not gonna get into the The only thing the only thing we can fear is fear itself. And it's like something like yeah. that. But it's a great quote and I think this movie gets emotional. And it's one of those films to where the ending isn't predictable. Like these niggas actually lose the final game and I they're know. still celebrating. Your battle is defense. He, Jesus fucking Christ. He loved this man. Nigga was not shuffling his feet at all. This man was uh, like, uh, I was like, come on, bro. Just slide your feet. Your lateral quickness is like a 50, my guy. <laughs> but, yeah, I was like. But, but, what they, but what they do here is just like it does not end a predictable route. And it's like really good for that because it says like, okay, yeah, like you could lose the game. But look at all this stuff that we've been able to accomplish. Exactly. So Coach Carter is one of my favorite films. I think that's something to bring on this list. Fun fact, Coach Carter, after he was done coaching with that high school team, he ended up doing some type of special basketball league where niggas was jumping on trampolines and dunking. I think it was called like the dunk yeah. league. And I was like, this nigga actually went from the 
actual legit high school basketball to the dunk league. Yep. I. <laughs> This, this nigga, this nigga went up to grow men jumping on trouble. He's like, the only thing we can fear is fear itself. I want you guys to go out there and kick some ass. <laughs> Basically, yeah. He's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, another film, and we just talked about. I just talked about it. He got game. <laughs> he got. I watched uh, the other day, man. Just <laughs> yeah, man. He got he got game as fucking awesome. Ray Allen. But it's it's funny. Ray Allen, bro, the fact that this movie was supposed to be about Kobe Bryant and then it went from Kobe to Allen Iverson and from Allen Iverson to Ray Allen, it feels like, damn. The ending scene when he threw the basketball out of the... Out of the prison? Out of the prison. It's like, nigga, what you do that for? And then, like, <laughs> it magically lands in Ray Allen's hands. I was just like... God damn. I was like, this one... Come on. It's a like, magic ball. Yeah. <laughs> but for, for what it is, it's good because it does talk about like, okay, you have one of you have a number one red player and there's so much things that are that that they have to confront with. Uh-huh. And there's so many things that it, it talks about a message. It may not be subtle messaging, but it's messaging nonetheless, and it's really good. Uh-huh. Having Ray Allen, Jesus Shuttlesworth, where he's supposed to be like this prodigy kid, he's one of the best ever. He's next to being like the the, he'd be better than Michael Jordan, which that was a fucking lie. <laughs> and, um, you have these moments where it's like you're just basically seeing him just go through shit. Where it's like you yeah. putting money under the table. You have a girlfriend to talk about. Just be my friends who just want to help you. Just go straight to the league, and I just get out your your money while I cheat on your ass. And you have other moments towards you have people just fe- feeding off of him, and it's just. Yeah. I think something like that, that's every movie that any aspiring basketball player who's like wanting to go in the NBA needs to watch. So they can be like, are you sure you're ready for this? Are you sure you want to do this? Uh, And then having a side plot of Denzel Washington, the the dad, amazing actor, one of the best actors ever. And he comes in and you have this plot of just him for like, how do I connect with my son and how do I go back to just living a normal life and and getting this taste while I go back to prison for basically killing my wife? And I think the basketball scenes here, they can get a little exaggerated being how slow they are and mm-hmm. you just have the music like, you go out for like five minutes. But I think for what they were and knowing Ray Allen is a great player, I think they were beautifully shot. They were well-directed and it's one of Spike Lee's best films. I think my funniest, the funniest scene to me was when, when Jesus Shuttlesworth basically goes to that college that uh, Rick Fox Bruh, is part that of. was a wild scene. And I he was just like, fucking two white women. <laughs> just, I was just, like, what? This is the part where it's just like some people complain about Spike Lee's not being subtle at all, just showing titties and hat all over. And it's just like, um, this that, is like, true. Off guard, I was like, whoa. And then people would be like, that's not true. And then you go years later where Louisville talking about they got strippers and they be having sex with new recruits. It's just like. Well, shit. <laughs> yeah, I guess Spike, like Spike Lee was telling the truth. But uh, before we go into more of my list, I want to go ahead and hear what you have to say about some of your movies. For basketball, oh, man. Well, we're going to go with my number one, definitely Glory Road. Glory Road? Oh, my goodness. Texas Western. El Paso, Texas, first African-American team to win a Division One NCAA mm-hmm. championship against University of Kentucky. Texas. What was the school again? Texas Western. 
Oh, okay. Which is now UTEP, University of Texas of El Paso. Okay, I was about to say, because I know the whole story of um, T- Tennessee State University actually won the NCAA championship, but they were barred from going there a couple years. There's that, but you that's your number one film for basketball? For sure, hands down. Okay, tell me more about it, because I don't think I've really watched that film at all. So basically, you got Coach Don Haskins. Um, he coached girls high school basketball, and he wanted – to move up into the college field and he played college basketball but he blew out his knee so Ooh. he moved on to coaching and he basically just broke the barriers when it came to race when it came to basketball because you know it's taking place in the 60s um you got obviously segregation and you know with basketball it was at the time was predominantly a white sport and then he came he went ahead and broke the barriers when it came to recruiting, not just recruiting an all white team. He broke the barrier by getting seven black players included on the team as well, all across the United States, and them coming together and just really showing other people that, you know, your team can be diversified and you can still win games. Like not just white people can hoop. And that he kinda like I would say definitely um he broke the standard a barrier for um, just what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> the standard for racial equality. There we go. You can say yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. You can say that. Um, just racial equality and just making sure that you know I'm gonna play who I want to play and who cares. And there's a scene in the movie that I really like where he his uh the team spiritual advisor who was white goes like, "Can you imagine black people being the face of basketball?" Who's face about one out? Black black people. LeBron, LeBron. Katie, Steph, Kyrie, Giannis. Tatum, Giannis, Chris Paul, the point god, Ja Morant, who's about to be the second point god. Like, you know, you it's just funny. Like every time I watch that movie, I'm just like, this is amazing. Cause it's just like you look at how it's like it's the start right there, and then you look at it now, it's like, wow, like it's definitely came a long way, so that's why it's definitely my. And plus, they beat the University of Kentucky, who was absolutely dominant in the sixties. They were, they were dominant as fuck. Like Kentucky, no one could beat them. And then, like, you get this team, black players, small school, because El Paso in Texas in the middle of nowhere. Uh-huh. It's just hot <laughs> and <laughs> just dry, hot, dry, uh, bother y'all. Like literally, and then they come out here and straight up manhandle Kentucky, and it's just like what? And then that kind of just started, and then boom, he just started getting championships after that. So it's definitely my number one basketball movie. No, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah. Um, anything else you got, bro? I mean, this one's kind of goofy for basketball, but you, you, it's it's. It's a classic. You got like Mike, you know, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, that, freaking Calvin no, Cambridge. I, I get that. Come on, tell everybody wanted those shoes. Like we all because what 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 shoes did he wear? It was Jordans, right? Or just Nike Nike Dunks? It looked like some Nike Blazers. I think it was Nike Blazers. It was Nike Blazers. Which I don't even know if you can play hoop if you can hoop in those. But now. I was just like, like the whole idea, like everybody, every kid thought when you got a pair of new shoes it was gonna make you play better and it's just like yeah when the scene like when he first gets the shoes and then like they get zapped and he gets all these skills it's just like 
Wow. What the fuck? Like, and then, like, and, like, he never took them off. Like, he wore them all the time. And I was just like, see, like, that's just nostalgic because you're like, man, like, we all went through that period as a kid. Like, oh, I got a new pair of basketball shoes. I'm definitely about to turn into Kobe now or turn into Jordan. So, yeah. And, and Like Mike is a good film. Now, I, I can't agree with its sequels. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but the like Mike 2 Street Ball. Oh, what? my God. That, that movie was, was so bad. That was, was fucking so awful. Bad. I was like, they comp- they literally changed every single character and the shoes. Yeah, the shoes. The shoes were different too. I I was oh like, come God. on now, y'all can't even keep the same shoes. I, all I know is that the sequel was awful, but yeah, like Mike, the first film is it's good. Like Mike is just it, it's a great movie. concept that's and they executed movie. very well. Chris Weber was Chris Weber like the villain or was that just some other dude, the other dark skin? Or whatever. Uh, oh, was it uh, Morris Chestnut? No, it, Tracy Reynolds. But <laughs> what? That was his, that was his name in the movie. Tracy oh, Reynolds. Tracy Reynolds. No, he was a good guy. But you know, they had first of all, like the movie came out in two thousand and two, like Turn and Red. But um, I know Steve Nash, Dirk Nowitzki. That's what I'm saying. Like they had a great use of NBA players in that movie, and also like that era of basketball was amazing. Like you had like. The Lakers, the Mavericks, the Kings, um, the Nuggets, the Magic, the Heat. Like, you had all these great teams. And, you know, every team kind of had, like, that big three. And it was – or, like, just two superstars that you knew were going to be dominant. So, it was really good. It's also good to see, like, just how that era was for basketball period. So Yeah, I mean, no, no, no. I, I can agree with that movie. That, was, that movie is good. Like, that, I, love, that, I love, like, Mike. I will never get tired of that movie. Anything else you got? What you got next? Uh, oh, man. Okay. This is a movie that I don't know if many people know about, but Hurricane Season. Have you seen that? No. You haven't seen Hurricane Season? I have never. I'm going to look that shit up. Dude, look never. it up. Hurricane season with Forrest Whitaker and Bow Wow. Yes, Bow Wow's interesting. Hurricane, tell me about it because I want to. So basically, it's about this team from New Orleans, and you know, it takes place during Katrina, and of course, with Katrina, basically wipes out everything. So it's talking about the team evacuating their houses and just rebuilding from the start. And trying to rebuild their season and get back to hooping, and it's it's an emotional movie. It's very passionate. Well, Wayne was in this film. Yeah, damn. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it had some like slept like people you didn't think would be in the movie to be in the movie. This is interesting. Yeah, right here you got look. You got Taraji P Henson. Damn, like this is. I've never heard of this film. I've you've never heard of this film. No, I've. This never. movie's good. I gotta watch this. It's good. Oh, it's on Tubi. All right, I'm watching it. <laughs> I got I downloaded Tubi, so I know what this is. I wonder it, it has some okay ratings. So yeah, I'll definitely yeah. watch it. And it has my man Isaiah Washington. Yep, Bow Wow, better known as Shad Moss. Shad Moss. So yeah, a fake jet. No, but no, uh, but now hurricane season. That's on hurricane. your list as well. Yes, and then. Uh, is this the whole list going to be all basketball or you got any other? I got some football movies in there too. What um, you got? I got, have you seen We Are Marshall? <laughs> so many films where I'm just like, no. You've never seen We Are Marshall? No. Dude, that movie Tell makes me. me cry every time. So I, you, I know there's Friday Night Lights. 
<laughs> Friday <laughs> Booby Johns <laughs> Friday Night Lights The Blind Side for the me Blind Side Ooh I already talked one. about uh, Longest Yard There is the film With uh, Mark Wahlberg And he played Invincible the, Yeah Invincible That's, That's a, a film one. Where I feel like It's not the best But it's cool And it's really dope To kind of think about Like yeah Like back in the day They would just do Open trials For anybody to come in Could you imagine If they had that now I was just about How to many good that. teams how many teams would be like even better? The worst team just hosts an open tryout. I just, think they should do that. That would be like the Lions. <laughs> no, no, no. The Jags. No offense, Lions. Brandon, but you know, <laughs> no, the Lions are trash. No, no, no. Offense. All the offense. Fuck the Lions. Well, not this year, but years before. Yeah, fuck the Lions. But um, no, man. Like I've thought about that. Like Invincible. Invincible was this film where it was all about. Um, basically the Eagles sucked ass, and they did open tryouts. And Mark Wahlberg's character comes in, and he's like this short Dominates. dude. He 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 goes to this combine. He goes to this tryout. He's just fucking amazing. His man is couching routes. He has crispy ass routes. Runs like a four four two, or like he's a, a bartender, like a four twenty like or something. What? And <laughs> and they talk about like yeah, you could come and be punt returner, wide receiver. <laughs> Damn near almost becomes like a quarterback. Yeah, and he the man, was incredibly athletic. The man was fucking athletic like crazy. And uh yeah, if they do that in real life, I feel like that would be really dope. Uh I know in Atlanta the trials be crazy. Dude. Uh but no, I don't think they do it now anymore because it's like I feel like there'd be a lot of money involved and then mm-hmm. the NFLPA would, would, would be like, I don't think we can do this with safety reasons. Um, it's a lot. And plus if people fa- figure that out you get a lot of people who are like, yeah, they played in the NFL, or like they're they they played in college in the a- AFL or XFL, whatever. Yeah. They come in, it's like, so that would be a little tricky. But you have so many people who are like who played football before, you would see that and be like, oh, okay, maybe. Yeah. So yeah, Invincible's good, but um, um, you know, what else you got before I kind of go into my last couple? Invincible. You also got um, oh gosh, what was that movie? Remember the Titans? There you go. Yeah. Remember the Titans is Remember great. Remember the Titans. That's always great. That's great. Um, the story behind that is just so incredible. And Tinta Washington, come on now. Oh, yeah. Denzel Wood Washington. Harris, come on. Like, yeah, man. Ed Harris. Just not Ed Harris. No. What's his name? No. Somebody. <laughs> Some white dude. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Denzel Washington and, you know, some white dude, so. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Got like four minutes left on this one. But yeah. um, I will say a couple of things before we kind of go off. Uh, yes, yes. Some of my honorable mentions, and then also two that I feel like they're on the list, even though they're not traditional movies. I told you about Major League. That film is something to where I feel like, like you said during the break, I don't think it's one of the best films. I think it's okay. Yeah, it's all right. I think it. I think for what it is, it's a good baseball film. But as mm. a film overall, it it's kind of predictable and it has some funny moments. But it does not age well for because it's the Cleveland Indians. Exactly. And there are some other racist moments in there. Mm-hmm. Not to say it's totally bad. It's just I laughed at them because I was like, ah, oh, this this wouldn't age. Yeah. All people would be mad. But I think for what it is, it's a feel good baseball film that does some cool stuff. Similar beats here and there, but it's all right. Yeah. Um, and then there's the the way back, the one with Ben Affleck who 
basically is Oh, that basketball where he coaches the high school team? Yeah. yeah and he's drunk. He's, he's a recovering alcoholic. Yeah, yeah, I felt like the film was good, but it's depressing as fuck. Yeah. And it's just like, good God. But there are some really good moments in there that I, I feel like is great acting. If there's two things that I appreciate is that um, two things that I'll say. One's a show and one's a documentary. The documentary is the third, uh, not the thirty. Why? Well, I guess you could say thirty. It's the last dance documentary. Mm. I feel like that was such a great documentary. I got so many people like sitting down and able to watch it during the pandemic. I feel like that was something to where you have to acknowledge that as one of the best sports uh, film, television, yeah. whatever out there because you get to understand what that last season was like for the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, hundred percent. And so many memes out of that. Oh yeah. my god. And then the other one is Last Chance You, that series. Oh, man, I love Last Chance You. I, I think Last Chance You is good because of what they were able to do. Mm. And the fact that these were real people, real kids, and it sparked more conversations about these kids trying to get to college, college athletics. And more recognition for JUCOs. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome at Community College Athletics. And it's just those first two seasons were awesome. Yeah. Do I have a problem with what they did later on with like Independence University? I do have a problem because that coach is now making is now living off of that. Yeah, for sure. But I think for what it is, it's a show that brings in a lot of great conversations, a lot of funny moments. And I think some of the things where you find about like these players and what they do afterwards, mm-hmm. it's cool and sad because I know some of the one player is in jail. And then um, you have uh, one player, John Franklin III, yeah. he's going into uh, that new uh, spring league. Yeah, I heard about that. He's going to be dominant. Like, Yeah, he will. But you have another player who with Texas Tech balled out. Um, and just stories, where you got from Last Chance You, it's awesome. And I think that, that has to go on my list. Definitely a great documentary. I like Last Chance You, for sure. With that being said, thanks for coming on to the show, Devin. Of course, of really course. really appreciate you, my guy. Yeah. And thanks for you guys for coming on. This is The Midnight Drop. I'm your host, Jordan Malone. We always have a great time here. And if you want to catch us more, you can call us on all the platforms down in the comment section down below or in the info box. And you can also catch us at official underscore TMD podcast on Instagram or go to our website, www.themidnightdrop.com. But that is up, good people. I'm Jordan Malone. This is the podcast. Be back next time with brand new episodes. Stay blessed, stay safe, and stay you. Yeah. Peace.